Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Phil's Recap and Review, Game of Thrones, Season 7, Episode 6, Beyond the Wall. And here is two, well, two guys and a girl that are always whinging. We're mad motherfuckers that who knows how the fuck we live this long. And fuck, Viserion got shot with the magic javelin. Amazing that it, that the javelin just skipped over Drogon and, and just went right into Viserion. Viserion woke up as an ice dragon. Holy shit, we got all that to talk about. Arya and Sansa to talk about. And also Danny and Tyrion to talk about. Basically just three stops tonight. We had the stuff in the north, which was the centerpiece of the episode. We had uh, John and Danny. I mean, Danny and Tyrion as sort of a side story of sorts. And then the Sansa and Arya stuff, which I don't even know where to uh, begin with. I, I think I think the line of the night, though, comes from Tormund talking about this entire plan. Only dumb people would come here and look for the dead. But, I, but again... This is a this is one of those episodes of Game of Thrones that I think is going to be kind of polarizing. I think some people are going to really have a lot of issues with certain little things about this episode. Me, there's some elements of this episode I liked a shit ton. Some of the character interactions I really liked. Some of the visual action scenes I thought were really, really well done. I thought the dragons kind of looked cool. Some of the White Walker stuff looked decent. But was it worth it getting here, Phil? Was it worth, like, the, like... <laughs> All right, we're going ranging to get to like. This we'll, we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to we'll get to that Joe in a second. But before we go to, before we go too far, because I sense a lot of Joe ranting tonight. We have we have with us the live motherfucking chat. We've got uh, gone Antoine, Lady Bionic, Steve, Danielle, Amanda, Sartimo, and there we saw Bill. We got. Igor, who I'm playing a message from later, we have M, we have the great Joseph Stalin, we have SF's LB, we have Hannibal, we have Quixote, we have Elizabeth Perkins, so many fucking people here. Quixote, yes, the uh, Quixote, this was a request. I'm wearing uh, in honor of Thoros, uh, Thoros's death, and also a request from one of our one of our wonderful uh, motherfucking chatters. Quixote d dared me to come on one show with a man bun, so here's this fucking bullshit for anyone listening to the audio cast. And we get a fucking ice dragon, okay? Uh, I was wrong. So, whoa, 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 whoa! Stop the execution! Wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait. We gotta, we gotta get back to that in a second here. But before we go too far, holy shit, we got our first super chat donation of the night. Jade Dragon Melee with a five dollar super chat donation. Thank you so much. Let me spin the motherfucking wheel and says a fucking ice dragon. We got Danny A, our good friend Danny A, in the live chat too. We got Katie back this week too. Uh, Joe's Joe's whinging, aka Joe Rant coming. <laughs> Fucking yay. Oh, we got Nymeria in the live chat. Lots of love to Nymeria and Nick. So, okay. Joe, I I had we don't we don't really even have to talk about the leaks. The fact that this episode was leaked early in the week. A lot of people saw this episode early and people were talking about this. So a lot of people's opinions are already out there that have seen it. Joe what were your just overall thoughts on this episode of Game of Thrones comparatively to some other second to last episodes of this of uh, the seasons? Okay, I thought first off, straight off the bat, that the dragon fire scenes are not were not as exciting to me tonight as they were when we got to see the one dragon. So three dragons was, wasn't as good as one dragon One Correct. dragon in the situation. And, and I think it's not because one of the dragons went down. And it's not because uh, they made it nice dragon. It's because we <laughs> saw it. We saw, I mean, like, yeah, we get to see it again, and that's great, and it was still nice. And it was still pretty 
pretty rad, but I think um, maybe this becomes a more impactful episode having not seen that two episodes ago. What was it? Yeah, two episodes ago. Episode episode four. And I, I forgot to set the scene a little bit. And if people want to call in, we have a call-in number. My overlay isn't working tonight, but the call-in number is 714-694-4120. Or you can text or uh, leave a voicemail at 781-990-8509. Katie, what did you think about this episode? Was the death of the dragon an emotional moment for you? It was. I mean, I wasn't too terribly emotional. I kind of figured once they were up there, one of them had to go. It just seemed predictable, but it was fun. Yeah. I liked the length of the episode. Oh, you like you like that length? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yes, the length was good. It was satisfying. Thank you. Sorry, sorry. I'm a, I'm a dirty <laughs> bastard, Katie. The, the hair. But but no, there are there were pieces of it that I I took issue with, and we'll get to them in in the uh, yeah. recap. I took more issues with this episode that like with this like last three episodes since since the wagon burning, I've just. This whole, it feels rushed. It feels it does. It is uh, unmotivated. Like there's there's a lot kind of wrong in this, and I think it's probably because they didn't have the. It's fun. It's funny, Joe. You're you're like to, you're like tip you're like, tiptoeing yeah. through the graveyard here a little bit with your with your with your criticism of the episode kicking off here but i'd say this episode isn't without its warts but overall i still enjoyed it from beginning to end it was trash i'm gonna you're right phil i am tiptoe it, this episode was don't don't tiptoe don't tiptoe if you if you think it the episode's trash, trash it say it joe it don't don't have trash. to be drunk to tell what you but really think is. Joe. here it is this is the this is the break it down for the people the, joe what you think episode this is the peak of the season right this was supposed to be like it's not the last episode yeah you get a cliffhanger but like <laughs> The season's peak before the end, right? Ned loses his head in episode eight or nine or some shit like. So, and then you have like your wrap up, but like I feel like this episode was just it was compared to all the other like it was trash. It really was like the the half an hour into it and I we're still know. only having conversations back and forth. Okay, right, we're building up like the, you may be being stupid, a little like, harsh. Flash, it wasn't my favorite. Fucking Gendry, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Arya Stark completely fucking like uh, bamboozled by Peter Baelish's that one fucking sly oh, move. Like, oh, I found the letter that he was hiding. Oh, done tailing Peter Baelish. Like, let me go yeah. kill my sister now. Like, weird shit. Like, just there's so much wrong with how like there's no setup. It feels all rushed. I the uh, I feel like the motivations aren't there. The character developments to to have all just been kind of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've spent five seasons developing, six seasons developing these uh, characters. So, yeah, you know where we're going with this. All right, here, here you go. Okay, right, here, okay. Here's your eyes. Like, Danny, I, I won't. <laughs> I, we've gotten Ravens. We've heard about the dead. Tyrion's heard about the dead. This person's heard about. Screw you, Jon Snow. Go convince the other queen first to do something. Uh, all right, we'll go bring back a dead person, but you're not going to come with yeah, us? No, I'm not. Okay, now I'm coming, and I'm coming alone, and I'm coming with my three dragons. I'm not listening to anybody. Like, yeah. it just, like, 
the episode was trash. The writing on it really does not feel. It wasn't, it, you're, you're being harsh, but it wasn't. I the am be- being yes. harsh because it deserves. This to me is is my first absolute fail of a fucking episode. Like even right really? down to That's yes, hard. my first really fail episode. Like from this whole se- whole entire run, this is the my least favorite episode. I feel Interesting. Like even the action they gave us was just like. Uh, like it was a, a poor man's fucking hard home and it was a poor man's fucking wagon burning. It was like, here, we've given you these two things before. We're going to give them to you again. Absolutely nothing new here. You know, like just, it just all, like even like, God damn fucking, how long were they standing on that island for where Gendry ran all the way back to the fucking just wall the night. and sent a raven just all a... the way to fucking, all the way to King's Landing, the raven got there and her, she flew all the way the fuck back on a dragon. Okay, maybe that's a quick, quick travel but just come on like right down to like so they the the dragons fly off and they're like all right cool let's uh let's all just walk away and uh income katie called it in comes q benjamin star right she called it so fucking (laughs) called it so fucking called it i'm like yeah where's he coming from all of a sudden like through an army of fucking dead he was he was watching from the sidelines he was watching the whole fight Uh, his flaming lantern and 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 john snark just gets to crawl out of the ice fucking water like all the all the dead just walk away why wouldn't they just okay the the immediate thing we're trying to kill is gone instead of like all let's flee this why wouldn't they just start trying to get the dragon out of the water right then and there immediate like they had to go make the chains first. They got some great forges. Those uh, yeah, those they, they were there. They, they were ice powers. Okay, okay, Joe. I don't want to. I don't want to stop the. Fra- <laughs> I don't want to stop the freight train. But it's a long evening, and we'll get. To, we'll definitely get to more. But good, good start, Joe. Good yes, start. Yes. Um, Ooh. let's go. Let's go to. The, let's take a couple. Uh, let's get the audience in here, lady. Uh, another super chat donation. Someone also got. Uh, got bite of a sandwich on the wheel which i will definitely oblige you to for in a second lady euron says the cries of uh Rhaegal and drogon made me cry as i watched their little brother go down a lot of people oh, talk God. about babies now that a dragon is dead that puts the rest of uh the heads of the dragon theory yeah that puts the the three dragon rider, riders theory to death or one of the dragon riders becomes the knight's king probably so let's spin the wheel for you and scroll down and see what the see what the audience thinks and what and let's just pause for a second and and listen to this special message that we got from uh from one of my favorite actors it just means danny's going to have the name is bond james bond Ooh. 007 young chap i liked my fill the issues guy streams shaken not stirred, money penny. Sean Connery here. Long time fan, first time caller. Ever since I retired, I find myself watching your streams while fondling my balls. <laughs> my question Do you believe Viserion is an ice dragon or a zombie dragon? Zombie dragon. Zombie dragon. zombie dragon, zombie dragon, zombie dragon in hand. Ooh, Katie says ice dragon. I'd say a a, zo- a zombified ice dragon. I think it's gonna zombie dragon. It's zombie dead dragon. just like everything else. Why? Like these aren't ice people. They aren't <laughs> ice bears. They aren't ice fucking giants. They're fucking what? They're undead. It's an undead dragon. It's a zombie dragon. It's not an ice dragon. So I wasn't like. We'll see what it shoots out its mouth. If it shoots fi- like fire or ice out its mouth, I guess. Like, nothing. Or and, nothing. 
And let's go to the chat. You gotta be damn uh, dumb to freeze the death of the flaming sword. Uh, they're, they're not taking bath. Preach, Joe. We got a lot of preach. KLC, great to see KLC in the live chat. Preach, Joe. We got a lot of preach, Joe. Joe's spot on. Uh, we need more of that tonight, Joe. Uh, uh, Joe, how do you really feel? Joe's right. The writing of this episode was uh, pretty bad. How does the hound throw perfectly? Uh, like, like. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna yeah, get to we're gonna get to the sure. hound, which I I love the hound in this episode. I love Tormund in this episode. I do like the character interactions and some of the funny stuff that went on. I I think I'm higher on this episode than Joe, but I I can't say oh, I God, disagree. All right, dude. I'm, <laughs> so let's go. To the speaking of speaking of speaking of maybe high. Let's go. Let's go to the telephone lines. Let's go to area code nine eight nine first and see what area code nine eight nine has to say. Caller, where are you calling from, and uh, what do you have to say? Oh, hey, guys, it's Bill Sotheby. I'm in Michigan here. Hey, uh, hey Bill. You know me. Um, here's the thing. Like, Joe, I agree with you, like, 99% on this episode. It, it's a 4.5 out of 10 at the most. But I disagree with you that it's not the worst episode of all because there's some episodes in seasons 2 and 3 that are terrible. But my biggest problem, I mean, I, I liked – the only thing I really liked was the banter between the fellowship as they were going north, all yeah. the different interactions where they kind of talked about – so John trying to give back Longclaw. I like that. But there was so much stuff that was just like way too Hollywoody. And I it's been seeping more and more into Game of Thrones yep. as the seasons go on. The whole you know, I guess Jamie didn't sing from his armor, but John's wearing a heavy wool cloak and he's all geared up in leather armor. That stuff's heavy as shit when it's wet. How oh, yeah. like how did he didn't even have Bran helping him up? And and Bill, um, not to interrupt you, was, and he came out of the water like Indiana Jones, where Longclaw was sitting there, just like Indiana Jones's hat. Like he yeah. came up in the water right where Longclaw was too. That, that, then, was, that was pretty awesome. Apparently, that, the Night King. It was fun. Apparently, the Night King had his army dragging these like four massive chains across the country. Maybe that's why they're moving so slow. They were tugging these fucking chains across the north. In case they <laughs> killed the case. dragon, I guess. Like, why the fuck did they have these chains? Like, that was so stupid. <laughs> I don't know. And then the Danny Danny and John Borgasm is yeah. is just I don't know. It's getting to be pretty I still love the show. It's better than ninety percent of what the shit that's on T V, but it's I don't, you know what I mean, right? Right. No, absolutely. I mean that episode doesn't spoil the show no, for me no, yet. No. no, no but great great call, Bill. Great stuff as always. We got Assassin who gives a two dollar donation. We got Trumpet and Trumpet Solo sort of Ocarina, which I'll do a little bit later. Let's spin that for Assassin. Thank you so much, Assassin, for the super chat donation. Let's take another call from Area Code seven eight one. Area code seven eight one. Uh, how you doing tonight, and how'd you like the episode? Uh, mixed, mixed feelings. You know who this is, man. What's yeah. Up? How's it going, buddy? How you doing? Hannibal. Good. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking, uh, you know, when Danny rides her fucking dragons, you know, don't you think she should wear some fucking plate or something? Fucking A right, Fucking. Dude. Just to, like, throw an arrows at her. Why don't you want we have some mm. fucking armor, bitch? What the fuck's wrong with you? Mm. I mean, that's, that's one Ballad. thing. Ballad. That's yeah. just one thing. Uh, another thing, man. If fucking the Night King, right? Those fucking zombies can fucking run fast and shit, right? Why are they fucking walking so fucking slow when they're going around the wall. If they, they don't have lungs. They don't have to fucking breathe. They can fucking run as fast as they want. Why don't they just fucking whip some fucking ass? 
No, good, 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 good points, my fr- good points, my friend. And I, I do think we'll we'll get to this at the end. I do think they're trying to, they're trying to find. See, this I got the answer to that. There's there's this Damn big it. debate amongst uh, fans of zombie. What do you like oh. better, the rage zombie, or do you like the slow lurking zombie? And like that's the two type of zombie, right? So they're going for a nice male oh, here to make sure everybody's happy with their zombies. Joe. Joe, oh, you got the fast. You got a nice mix of zombies. I gotta get to one point in the live motherfucking chat right now, just before, uh, just but just before we go by, and I'm just gonna laugh at this, but I have to say it. Joe is so unfair to Game of Thrones. He talks so good on shit shows like The Walking Dead and trashes this. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this? What? Wait, I don't want to talk about that show, but whoever whoever says that does has never watched us talk about The Walking Dead. Anyways, or they're being. Or they're oh just goodness. being uh, cheeky. Yeah, m- 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 moving <laughs> yeah. on. They might be being cheeky, Joe. They might... I think they're being a little cheeky there. Now, Michael Bennett, $20 donation on Super Chat. Thank you so much. All hail Katie Katie of House Crow. Great to have her back on tonight. Of course, Phil and Joe are okay, too. Or on point as well. <laughs> Lo- love you guys. Thank you, Michael Bennett. And also, Pete's Live Music t- donated. So we got a bunch of spins going on. A little bit later, I'll get into some spins. Oh, so let's spin it. Let's spin the fucking wheel. But it's too much to talk about. Too much to talk about in this episode. Let's let's get back into the live motherfucking chat a little bit here. Cheeky bastard. Yeah, be, we're saying maybe it's cheeky bastard. Season spoilers ruined the season for me. Let's go. What did the What did the goat say? It's not It's not trash. Calm the fuck down. Fuck zombies. Uh. <laughs> this episode is trash. Like it's okay. It's Game of Thrones has set a standard of of television and what and what to expect from this program that. This episode, by its own standard that it has set for us as an audience, it, it is failed. trash. It, it has fails under analysis. It right like room. now, Joe. All the action in this episode is rehashed from previous episodes. There seems to be no nothing really original in this episode no. at sure. all. Joe, right down to like the okay. the forming of the the ranging party. That's like fun, now, Joe. Tell me where on the doll the show touched you. Everywhere in the fleshy and red. Where, where in the doll did the, did the, in there did the doll touch you? Oh my goodness. It's, Phil, it's it not, touched me everywhere. The, the, I, and, and that's the thing. Like, the doll really wasn't to scale. Sorry, the doll wasn't to scale. Like all those memes you star over the last week, if you were looking through your Facebooks and Twitters of like, you know, uh, the five of them walking through the gate with like <laughs> with like the World of Warcraft tags or like the Lord of the Rings tags. Like they got yeah, the clerk, the shit. fighter, the little the prince, shit. like all this shit. Like come on, like it was just. <laughs> Rose Rose says I'm glad Katie is back from to keep Joe from poisoning himself with orange Fanta again this year. Oh yeah, no, there is oh, no more Fanta. That stuff is dangerous. That stuff is so dangerous. We have no alcohol tonight. I got coffee and water. You're getting the, the straight dope from me. Oh, nice. We got we got du- we got uh, dirty issues. Giving us a fifty dollar super chat donation. Ad friendly. Kiss my ass, Phil Rose. Fuck, fucking gay, right? Goodness. Fuck you, motherfuckers. So let's uh, let's get let's take one more call and let's take a quick voicemail that we have. If we if we have one, I think we. I know. Fucking crazy. I mean, let's take a text. Let's take a text. Now, uh, Phil, it is. This is from Pete's Lab Music. Phil, is it now inevitable that we'll see the Night King riding a zombie Viserion? I, I think. I think absolutely. Why wouldn't How he? Could it not be? Of course. Yeah. It's going to be an air. How could it okay. Not be? So what this does is it, it. It doesn't necessarily. 
I don't know. <sighs> maybe maybe after season one they decided, you know, fuck that. We don't want to pay to keep uh, making Tyrion's hair white, so we're just going to ruin that whole plot line. Well, they yeah, they definitely did away with that. Yeah. Oh, with your hoping Star that Tyrion was a Targaryen person? Yeah. Um, he is a Targaryen, but not on the show, apparently. They're not going to go there again. They're not going to, like... No too late for any of that like the time for that was like if you're going i'm going with you and Tyrion climb up on one of the fucking dragons too because he wants to be a hero yeah yeah like they they set us up for that they set us up for it and they leave him on the fucking cliff running like like oh like all we all he he says it himself like a number of times throughout the series of how much he's ever dreamt of dragons and wanting a dragon on all that shit. And like, that's his moment. He even has like the, the like they even, they do it a couple times. times. He even talks about, they talk about him being a hero. No, I don't want you to be a hero. So she goes off to be the fucking hero. And they kind of do it again and we'll see in the future, but they, the whole like, who's going to take over if you die, Danny shit. And then like, again, they come back to it when she's with John on the boat. Uh, you know I can't have children, right? Just to throw the other side of it, Timo was saying, expect this to be hard home. Hard home was a surprise. Of course, this isn't going to be hard home. is isn't going to have that same kind of impact. A couple of other right. people, ins- instead of discussing foreshadowing or deeper meaning by using uh, brain, it's a va- brand, it's evasive to shut out plot holes of bad writing. Kill the, kill the uh, small moving dragon, not the stationary large dragon. Oh, we'll get to that in a second right? as well. Right, again, yeah. And uh, here we go. So how uh, let's let's uh, let's take let's get into this. Let's just like let's fucking get into this episode because there's a lot to talk about here. So let's not waste any time more time. Right? No, come on. No, that is whoever wrote that. Like, yes. Like, if I kill the one that everybody's trying to escape on, they can't escape. And the fucking Dragon Queen's stranded and the fucking North King is stranded and fucking the world is mine. But no, I'm going to. Let me let me range out there. Like show off. Like what the fuck, Dan and Dave? Like D and D. Come on Uh, now, real talk time. What the fuck, dude? Real talk time. What the fuck? (laughs) Like you, it's you've spent the last however many years before these seven years planning for this series, okay, and studying this. The, source the material source material that they are without now and so they are panicking and like it really feels like a panic it feels like a well, what are we gonna do not, how are not. we gonna make this like it's it's frustrating to me because it feels like they just they don't they're dialing it in it's a dial in it's we 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 moved on after se- season five we just wanted to make the first five books, and that's it. Because now, we can't Joe, really now, Joe, I, I, we were hoping the next books would be to, just to, oh, right. Just to argue the other side of it, Joe. I mean, I can't say I completely agree with you. I don't think it's just a dial-in. I just, I mean, the episode didn't click with you. It's a dial-in. It didn't click with a lot of people. I still think there was a lot to enjoy in this episode, and I had a lot of fun watching it. I mean, it was fun. Yeah, it was a fu- it was, it was a, a fun, fun watch, and I mean, it's it's there's no substance. There's no substance, and that's does everything. Can't can't some things just be for fun to watch them? Right. Okay. Okay. Great. Some things are just for fun to watch, but it it goes further. It goes a little deeper than just this episode having no real substance. Yeah. Okay. Great. The banter, but for for the the journey Northmen, the the our our troops there. That's just banter, and that takes up a lot of time. There's no real development in these characters. There. There's nothing 
there's nothing of substance. There's very little of substance in our or for our Game of Thrones universe. This is 100% just a let's give them a fun episode. And to me, it falls flat because the banter is exp- is kind of expected. You know their attitudes and their personalities, and we've already been tasting that throughout the season with the Hound and Beric and, and Thoros. That's, that's one of the things that annoyed me. Right, and we've already been tasting it. Like, So yeah, the John and Jorah thing was nice, and some of the John oh. Danny shit was nice. And I, I, I don't know, all of a sudden, out of why Tyrion's got this whole like, oh my god, what if you die? Who's going to be next bullshit that came out of nowhere? Like, That seemed kind of just... There's no. It was and, It was impulsive and emotional. And then when you get that scene with Danny later, it's like, oh, that's why that was there because we're gonna build it up again. And and one of her babies died, and she can't have babies. And but look, oh, she's getting. They're oh, both getting the I vapors. Bet there's gonna be a miracle. Baby. Oh, right. So it's there's just so much <laughs> about it. There's there's so much about it that's. Uh-huh. <laughs> completely non-substance of this that it's it, not it falls apart under game scrutiny. of thrones it might be fun but it's just joe i, I missed i missed yeah. brennan asked you a question joe you can either risk your life and fight some more zombies or you can get on a badass dragon with a hot queen and fly to safety what do you choose well you also want your boys to get out too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah right? jo- so. john john was protecting and john also is so intense and so focused on the fight and that's what i like seeing with john in this situation he never relents to what he wants to do maybe some of the situations he went was unbelievable when it came down to it but watching so, him well, kick it, ass like that not so unbelievable phil let me ask you what do you think i would do in that situation in that situation you would probably make sure you would probably do similar type thing you would make sure everyone was on the dragon first by okay. beating the fucking and neck. i know what you would do I'd run like hell and cry. On the yeah. dragon. I'd, I'd run like hell and cry and, and curl up into a ball and hide on the top of the dragon. Of course I would. Like, but but I, yeah, I'm not that. I'm like, honestly, this isn't me trying to toot a horn or anything. I'm not that that kind of person. I'm more the like run into the fire to save a cat for no reason. Well, it's just, I mean, instinctively, you, know, you like, have three options. Right. It's, like, it's not. <laughs> Oh, come on. Someone, someone said that. Uh, I think Timo says we're being negative because it's cool right now. I, Joe is never I, negative because so it's I, cool right now. No, I, 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 this is how I feel. Like, I, I, this is absolutely how I feel. I didn't see anything about no this episode. I knew it cool leaked. Right the, only, the only thing that I saw previous to this was, um, was uh, our friend Brett there, a big old dirty bucket Brett there. He's like, um, Watched the show early. All I got to say is, wow, no spoilers. And someone said, hey, man, that wow is a spoiler. That's the only thing I knew about this episode previous. And Joe, Joe, also your buddy Gary donated $10 tonight, too. Thank you, Gary. Awesome stuff. Oh, gone. So, Phil, where is Reek? I know we definitely, hopefully, we'll see Theon in the next episode. We got a lot Mm -hmm. of fucking uh, spinning the wheels. I'm going to take a shot just because uh, I have avoided, I've skipped a couple of wheel spins. Thank you, everybody. Before we get into our recap, let's get into this recap. We know this, like I said, this is a polarizing episode some people are like this some people didn't like this some people are like i think katie and i are on that we had fun with it but we can definitely pick it apart at some yeah. points uh joe's on thinking this is the worst episode of game of thrones has ever seen i see some really people it trash episode the worst episode that of this season and of this series it is definitely i mean there whoever what was it bill who said four and a half four and a half is is pretty good and uh, of a rating i might give it a little bit less and 
I would be hard pressed for you to make for anybody to make an argument, even though there we may will. Be We're gonna go. I'm gonna go through it, Joe. I'm gonna go through it, and I'm gonna make the parts. argument to you why parts are uh, why things parts. are things are fun. Parts. Parts are fun. I, I'm gonna give you that. I loved. Hey, I love that big bitch talk. <laughs> oh, you. And Timo says clearly they need to dumb down shit with timestamps and inner monologues to pop clouds to satisfy some people. Danielle Daniel says agree with Joe. Uh, Dornish Dan, ten, Dornish Dan, ten dollar donation. Thank you so much. Analysis says harsh. Joe laughing his ass off. The uh, Irons says the great fandom civil war of seven six. Reek was in the previews for next week. Uh, nice, nice Dornish. Thank you to everybody. You guys in the super chat tonight are amazing. I, I just have to stop and pause. And even if we don't all agree on the episode, and some people like it, some people don't different place it's still a lot of fun to get together and babble and bullshit about the episode so here we go everyone let's spin the fucking wheel motherfuckers you guys are great uh someone says three and a half side buttholes i mean aria we haven't really talked about aria and sansa but we'll get into it so let, let's play it let's play this song <laughs> recap okay let's get into this so the the whole episode starts, and I I actually really like how this episode starts, where we focus on the map of Dragonstone, and we I see love that table. and we see the table, and we see it going back, going up towards the land of Always Winter. I think that's a really cool visual that we get, and then the and then the fade into into seeing where we're at. The landscapes were amazing. Wherever they shot this location, just looked incredible. They picked an excellent place. I. I, I just loved it. The visually, this episode was ex like r I thought really fucking beautiful. Yeah, Strike. of course. Who doesn't love you know Planet Earth Nature Show where you get to see the tundra aerial shots or drone shots of that? That's just awesome. Yeah, it was it was fucking it beautiful. Was great cinematography. Be I, I mm -hmm. beautiful and I, I like the sound design in this episode too. Especially like we'll get to the bear yep. a little bit later. Like when the bear came in, just tackling oh, people. Goodness. Like that was really horrifying. It was done done. Can't we just bring the bear back? <laughs> So we see we see that our our guys our team aren't alone. We have some other dudes with them that are our fodder sort of characters throughout. So right here we the get red shirts. the red shirts. Yeah, the red what? shirts. Random like, red yeah, shirts. Okay, so like our our team goes out like that first shot that shows them walking across the tundra. I count and there's ten of them, and I'm like, okay, so they definitely we're definitely getting like at least six deaths People here. Are dying. <laughs> five People five are deaths dying. here. So uh, let's get. So then we get a series of interactions. We uh, with with all the characters. We it's 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 done in a very uh, one after one after another kind of way. I like the substance of the discussions that we have. Like when we get into each discussion, I think I think each one is really really good and kind of in entertaining in its own way. We get one with Gendry at the beginning here. We're uh, never seen snow before. Beautiful, eh? I can breathe again. And the MV and this is when we get into Tormund too. I think the MVPs of these teams for the people that I was like most interested in what they were saying was the Hound and Tormund. I thought they both killed it. I like the Jor and John yeah. stuff too. And I think Beric and, and uh, Thoris, I thought everybody on the team really like the characters and all the acting performances in this episode were spot on too. I can't say Absolutely I so. can't say anything fucking bad about the acting. Even when we get to Arya and Sansa, I think both of them killed it in this episode in their scene too for the material that they were working with. I got I got to say you you're right about that and one of the reasons for that and for like this the back and forth between the Hound and Tormund and Gendry it's 
because there was minimal involvement with our leads who are involved in every fucking scene, yeah. right? Like if you're talking about people in the north, John's in one of those. If like there's a wildling on scene, John's there. Yeah. If there, you know, and he's there in these scenes too. And like especially like Gendry talking with uh, Ormond's there. Like John's in the middle of them, but like it, it, there's still more interaction between our secondary characters without the involvement of our main characters and that's something we don't get often in game of thrones so it's kind of special and it makes that interaction good and it was written well the yeah the banter yeah the, the banter, banter the banter yes. the transitions the transitions between the banter could have been smoother and a little bit right. more natural feeling whatever but whatever like i thought i thought that all worked really well and that was my ultimately i think my fate my one of my favorite parts of the episode were all the interactions with the team walking north i i I definitely like those, especially the stuff with where we get later with with uh, Jora and Thoros and about uh, the Pike battle. And I, John and Beric was a little cheesy at times, but I like Gendry and the and the Brotherhood. That whole thing that we got. Oh yeah, the the Wingen shit. Yeah. yeah, the Hound. The, like, the, like stop being a yeah, little stop bitch. Stop being a little bitch. We all killed each other here a couple times. Get over it. Stop. Boy. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Stop that shit. You got you got a naked priestess leech your dick. You're like, what are you complaining about? <laughs> sexual assault, dude. With oh, other species. He was <laughs> fine with it until the leeches came out. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, and then he said no. He said, and, it's good to be the king's bastard. And and then he said no. <laughs> and she looked up. No. Yes. Never. <laughs> yeah. Katie, don't you don't don't people realize that when a guy says no, it means yes. No, no, it, it, it always means yes, know. Katie. It's always no, the, the answer. No, no, it does no. not work that way. You it are right. It does not work that way. Yes is always yes. Yes is always yes. Things uh, get way too rapey when we try to work it that way. Yeah, whenever we talk about this, way things get rapey. yeah, things get too ish kabibble means no, <laughs> Katie. You know this. Oh. No. Ish kabibble? No. Uh, no. Know. Yes. No. Way too confusing. <laughs> Way too confusing. So we get a series of interactions, like I said, and Gendry had never seen the North before. Tormund had never really been South before. Um, walking, fucking, fighting in the cold is the best. It's Tormund is a gr- Tormund is great. I love this actor. He kills it in this role, and he and he he owns every single scene he's in. So then we, like I said, they we talk to bundle up. Oh my! I know, goodness, like it's that fu- I know freezing we, I know out. They They're want like, us oh, to see our characters. Tormund, I understand. Sure. Tormund's been sweating his balls still, off at the wall. Like, dude, you've got if you put your hoods up, he can finally breathe up. again. No, this Tormund is, is the to be only like one. Their Arctic equivalent. If everybody else yo know, john he's part dragon so no. yeah he's he runs a little hot okay but everybody else uh, man they, like are you serious dude the hound especially their ears man, are gone gone he's from the, the south he is the south you know like and uh, and, we, and then uh Tormund and john uh step away and they talk about how dumb gendry is which is a kind of a funny moment and john says uh davos said davos said i'm no big city lawyer but this kid can really <laughs> all dumb but this but this kid can really fight and he can hold his own so 
And uh, Torment says that's good because only dumb people would come here looking for the dead. Now he talks her, he talks to her about Danny, about the Dragon Queen. John won't bend the knee, and Torment talks about how he spent too much time with the free folk. And I, I also really fucking love this how yeah. Mance would not bend the knee, and people how many people died for Mance's pride. And uh, he also gave him a little bit. You want to fuck the Dragon Queen eyes? But I, I thought I. I thought it. Th I thought this was a really good moment too. I like when they bring up uh, pe people like people like uh, Stannis gets brought up here and there by Davos, and in the situation, this Mance situation where Mance could have saved his people, and uh, it's interesting mm -hmm. to hear it from Tormund's perspective yeah. of yeah. as one of the free folks how they look at that decision that Mance made, and that, yeah. that and. And that's what I liked about this episode. The, those little things were littered in. You had to find the nuggets of good, but the good was there. The the yeah. bad came in some of the actiony stuff, but whatever. Bad, you can always rip apart actiony stuff. But like the, this the, stuff, the, the I thought was, was was well done. Interact with it all. It's yes, the banter itself um, that we get the interaction is good, but I can't ignore how we get there, what they're doing, what it is like. All of it combines to be bad with a shining like, okay, so I'm not going to turn it off because at least I'm getting at least one little thing out of this that I don't get normally. So there are, there are like, yeah, there are the fun little tidbits in this episode, but ultimately it's wrapped up in badness. Like it keeps getting into the bad. So like, let's, let's you know, stick I waiting feel like, through it. I still it's, feel like there's no reason for the hound to be there because he's. He is Azor Hi. No. Unless he ends up being as like oh. he's completely random. Oh, to eat some ca eat some candy and be happy because the hound fucking kills it with lines oh. like. Well, he was. Even, he they even job, pulled out the. They even pull out the kissed by fire line and then equate it also to the ginger thing, which is all to that Azor High prophecy, which has still yet to like. Uh, Bloody Talker says John would be the. John would be the bastard equivalent of a Targaryen. He's half Stark. Uh, Tormund has uh, a fucking dragon glass axe. That would be amazing. Hound and Tormund, I smell a bromance coming on. So uh, so the Brotherhood is a fu funny fucking comedy team. I love when they're talking to Gendry and the Hound. The Hound, like, completes them as, like, the three-way comedy team. And the Hound and the Hound's just killing. And Katie, I, I, you know, what you're saying notwithstanding, uh, he... What, whatever the reasons he's here, whether he should be there, he, every scene he's in, he he's another I, one. He just kills it. Every, he kills dialogue. I could hear him say "cunt" for fucking two hours on a loop and laugh at every, yeah, and laugh every single fucking time. I could. The mouth is moving and it's complaining. Therefore, you're whinging. Yeah, you're whinging. Yeah, you're whinging. No, well, I'm not whinging. No, no, you're fucking whinging. Shut up. You're bitching. It's like it's like us right now. It's like no, no, stop it, guys. You're whinging. No, 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 we are. Okay, oh, yeah. We are whinging hardcore. Yeah, we're whinging hardcore tonight. If it's this is this is not for the uh, the fan of heart. So uh, the Brotherhood comedy team comedy hour I thought was really funny. So the characters are cool. I said funny interactions. Definitely good comedy team. Comedy team. So then we get John and Jora, which we get into something a little bit more import important, so to speak. Deserve the yeah, better son. Were you with them at the end? I was a prisoner of the wildlings, but we avenged him. I want you to know that every mutineer found justice. Can't think of a worse way for him to go. The Night's Watch was his life. He would have died to protect every one of those men. But they butchered him. I hate that he died that way. My father was the most honorable man I ever... 
Yeah, and then we get into uh, Ned and how much Jorah hated Ned, which is kind of funny back and forth there. And ultimately, it comes down to John offering him back the sword, where uh, and Jorah refuses, and he yep. he says, "I want you to have it, and then I want you and your in your dragon baby kids to to have that, and I want that to be in your family forever." And I thought this was a really heartfelt moment. I love, I love, <clears throat> it's. Every, this is another little thing I really liked about this episode, Joe. Seeing Jorah finally interact with Westerosi characters. For mm. so long, we've seen him I'd separate like from the story. And then and then after he left Danny, and even when Danny's come over to Westeros, he was on his own or he was with Sam and, and he had Grayscale, and, which I come to find out might have had to do with the actor wanting to shoot some other movie. So they gave him Grayscale so he had less to do or something. I thought I, I read or heard that somewhere, but... So, uh, so it's cool to see him interact with characters like the Hound and Beric and Thoros, people that know him from his former life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it adds a lot of uh, depth to a character like Jorah. Agreed. Yep. So uh, and and I fucking and and again I love the fucking hound and uh, and he he can uh, they can they can bring him back they can have a wizard bring his ass back from a Lazarus <laughs> chamber and have Raisha Ghoul say congratulations I'm taking your body and I'm okay with it just put the put the on the television show keep the hound on the screen so I can see him see him in the uh, face off against his bro we see his brother again so uh, let's get to. Uh, it it seems like it might happen if uh, if he goes with John to to in the next episode to see to see the situation we might we might get an interaction between the two characters. He'll need bodyguards. Yeah, he oh, will. Wow. Or I, the Han's gonna want to stick around with uh, with with John and with that bot. Like like he having seen that he's not fucking around anymore. He wants to kill those fucking dead mother dead they fucking are, cunts. Like yeah, no. Seeing you ha- it's you know John. It's the thing that you ca- you kind of have to see it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of have to see it. <laughs> we gra- I, know I lost you, kid, you, but you, you're using the wrong words, John. <laughs> John, when you came down here, you used all the wrong fucking words. Mm. So you, you, you didn't, you didn't did, quite uh, give me like, scale, like, like, like you didn't quite sell it. Maybe uh, screaming and yelling like a <laughs> lunatic. <laughs> that dad, might have. Uh, <laughs> I want to see. I want to. I want to see the. I want to see the hound's face when he says that sees his brother as another one of these fucking dead fucks, oh, yeah. and he just wants oh, to kill him. And so, so this is a great. This is another thing in this episode I really liked the transition in the sound design. Uh, they transitioned from this scene with John and Jorah with the music, very, very well done into Arya and Sansa in Ned's spot as Arya tells. Okay, we're gonna get into this. This is gonna be this is this is gonna be an, uh, an interesting topic to get into Arya and Sansa because I honestly don't know where to start in this situation. It's it's like one of those situations where they're both wrong and they both have fucking problems. Yep. And and where the fuck is Bran in all this? And like, but I'm hoping that there's moments in this where it's a hint to them kind of figuring it out and they're one conversation away from figuring so this all out. Hope so this so is, and and this that is, is what is Don't see, you think I let's, to, let's just will... let's talk about it from a, from a from a wider standpoint. Do you think that and then I'll get into the recap of the actual scene. Do you think that Arya at the end with the knife thing was testing her? 
to watch her to see if she was lying and all that sort of stuff. And maybe yeah. after that goes, whoa, Sansa, Sa- I should fucking believe Sansa. She's just an annoying brat, but she's not going to betray my family or something like that. Or do you think Arya really was ever going to kill her and take her no. face? I, I, think, no. I think she was putting her on tilt. And, and a lot of true Sansa came out tonight. And I think the most annoying Sansa is in this episode is with Brienne. She treat, Sansa treats the help like shit. She treats the help, and that's a consistent character trait. Everything Arya says about Sansa is true, and everything that Sansa's kind of saying to Arya in some ways is true, too. They're both wrong, and they're both right. That's why it's a fucked-up situation that's tough to talk, and I think it's... What is is Sansa saying to Arya? Sansa's not saying anything to Arya. Sansa's snooping through a room and then just being like, why do you have faces? Why do you have Halloween masks in your bag? Why? No, I have questions for you. No, answer me first. Uh, I want to know now. Oh, come on. Arya was being pretty stupid tonight, too. Johnny! They were both being stupid, yes. However, I am just hoping that they are that one conversation away, Phil. I am hoping that... They're one conversation maybe away. Not, um, maybe I'm not seeing it right, and Arya is just kind of still playing with Baelish a little bit, too. Kind of playing the role to see what he wants, maybe. Maybe... Brand finally does come out. Maybe it is got to be one, like you said, one of those things they got to figure out for themselves. And Brand's just waiting for them to do it rather than being like, yo, bitches. <laughs> I, I th- Stop fighting with each other and go kill this motherfucker. Or he if knows that yeah. it's going to be Santa that puts that knife through little fingers. I hope so. I really hope. I, I would love, as much as I, again, I'm, I'm on. I'm Sansa. Sansa is not my favorite character, and I think a lot of her worst traits come out in this episode. And Arya putting her on point when she's in danger. They had a purpose in this episode, Ex- so that that conversation becomes more important. She didn't. She had to of at one point in time. She's not, and I know. I know there are people in the live chat right now saying, "No, she is this dumb. She's not so dumb." Like when Littlefinger's doing that thing. Let's get to this because I, I got to talk about it. When Littlefinger's doing his Littlefinger shit, if she's stupid enough to believe everything that Littlefinger's saying, she deserves to have Arya stab her, take her fucking face, and be a better Sansa than she ever fucking could be. She needs, she knows who Littlefinger is. She needs to get smart quick. Like, shut the fuck up. And, and saying things like, like Arya couldn't go through, but what, through what she went you don't know what Arya is Arya wasn't on a fucking vacation trip fuck you you right. couldn't have gone through the shit Arya went through and and I mean Arya gives her a lot of crap but it goes back and forth like I said they're both assholes so mm-hmm. Arya and Sansa are in Ned's spot she tells a story to Sansa about Ned attacking or or ultimately it all leads up to it's a, it's a good monologue but it's Arya saying that you're to blame you were partially to blame for Ned dying and and she brings out that letter that she was forced to write in season one that well, even if you weren't partially to blame, you were still wrong in your actions. Yes, and I was you a kid too, and I never would have done that. I would have died. You took uh, Joffrey's side over the family, but you didn't charge the stage and try to do anything. But no, you... I didn't. But she tried. Do you remember? Yes, she, she did. She did try. Arya did try. And what's his name? Uh, Euron? Euron? What was his name? Yeah, uh, uh, it was... Uh, it was... Um, it was the Night's Watch guy that hangs, hangs yeah, out with yeah. Tyrion. I think his name's Euron. Not Euron. Euron. Uh, so, something. Someone in the live Yorn. chat will tell me. Just Euron, I think. Sansa has the dagger now, so oh, maybe it is. I hate Sansa more than Laurie, says Timo. I hate Sansa more than Eleanor Guthrie. I hate Sansa... 
<laughs> I hate Sansa more than Aslog. I hate Sansa more than Tara and SOA. Sansa uh, would have got raped at Harren Hall. Sansa never would have made it out of uh, Forced. You're right. I was a kid. Uh, the ki- I was a kid. Excuses getting old. Okay, she was forced to write that letter, but she wasn't forced to take Joffrey's side or plead ignorance with the situation with the wolf, which is ultimately what got her wolf killed. So, And so she was punished for her bad decision. With the Joffrey situation, with the, <laughs> yeah, the Ramsey situation, with the Ramsey situation, for, oh, for yeah, whatever it's worth, with the Ramsey situation, for whatever it's worth, I do not condone what happened to her, but that was her decision. She decided to put herself in that situation. Everything that happened to her in the Joffrey situation, which getting roughed up, being forced of all that mental horror that Joffrey put her through, which is fucking horrible. Sansa went through some horrible shit. That's why when she says that she don't know what I went through, Arya doesn't realize that Sansa does have her wounds, does have her warts that she went through. But Sansa's just not good at talking talking to people. She's not good at communicating. She's... She's she's bad. And Arya is also a fish out of water and has trouble right now communicating with other people because she's been trained to be an assassin for so long. So it's it's they're both fucking wrong and they're both fucking right. So uh, Sansa went. Yeah, Sansa went through horrible shit. There's no no doubt about that. But an asshole can go through horrible shit, too. And and she still has asshole like tendencies. And so, and Arya is a little bit of a murdering psychopath that wants to murder and be too much of a psychopath. I don't think she's a murdering psychopath. You think she's a calculating uh, investigator? If she's not, she's certainly playing that part in this episode. Oh, yes, a little bit. She's trying to make her sister feel like sure. she, is, she is that, like, she is that much of a uh, cold blooded uh, uh, killer, but. And she kind of is. And, um. Doesn't mean that's all she is, but I she kind of is. I think with the revenge aspect, it's not cold-blooded killering. Oh, it's okay. I got my list. I don't want to kill, like, all five Lannister soldiers that are feeding me fucking pudding right now. But... Well, cold-blooded doesn't mean you that's, don't have your reasons. That's some good pudding. That is some good pudding. It just means you're able to kill without She's <laughs> feeling bad. Justified. Again, <laughs> that is some good pudding. Johnny Guerrero says, uh, "Where is my Theon, Joe? The live motherfucking chat." <laughs> oh, it's Phil Drink. The last person on the wheel got oh, Phil Drink. Mm. Oh. oh, thank you so much tonight for your amazing super chat donations. You guys have been incredible tonight, and everyone in the live chat, you guys are amazing too. Uh, love being able to talk to you. We have one more episode of Game Phil, of Thrones. I, after this. I think that MFC could come up with some more. Donations. Oh, so. <laughs> you just want to get me drunk, Joe. You just want to get me fucking drunk. Uh, so Arya, that wheel spinning. Yeah, fuck you, motherfucker. Because you're not drinking tonight. You get, uh, you get uh, your, you get your pick, Johnny. Anything on the wheel you want. If you want me to take a drink or a sandwich bite or b- battle, I will. Arya has actually been there with her when her mother and brother were killed. She was like almost there. Thank you, Kyote. While Sansa was dreaming of Sir Loras, uh, dreaming of the Iron Fist, the Lannisters would have abused Sansa more if she went ahead and wrote that letter and didn't write that letter uh aria yes. and sansa are baiting Littlefinger into taking action on aria we can only hope bloody talker madcap says uh timo it doesn't make it right but show sansa is disconnected with people aria is a child soldier admit it fuck sobers joe says tom himself i agree tom and oh cj says a sandwich bite Uh, aria enjoys anyone acting in a discourteous manner to her as she can use it as a justification for killing and so is aria says timo uh fuck little finger sansa's got the knife now i've got the knife 
Grumpy old man says Ari is going to show up and peace talk and kill Cersei. Retired nurse says Sansa trained to be a lady like Arya trained to be assassin. Very different places that they came from. I do think Sansa has learned some cunning. Uh, Bo- Booney says Sansa is completely worthless on the other side of that. Teeth says, why are people comparing? <laughs> Sorry, retired nurse. I'm with Booney. Teeth says, why are people comparing abuse? Abuse is abuse either way, no matter what happens. Correct. Wolf yeah. says, excellent point. Wolf Gaming says, Sansa was so pissed and thought her life was over when she had to marry her her words, the imp, when it would have been the best husband she ever could have happened. Uh, by the way, Sansa tried to save Ned they and she was screaming. They never got divorced. But the marriage was was never officially consummated. Yeah. And, so and it's it, never officially been annulled. But it's never consummated, and when she marries Ramsay, that is consummated, so that takes precedence. Uh, so in Westerosian marriage law, because the marriage, the consummation is actually a really big deal. Wolf says she, she, she cheated on Tyrion. She did cheat on Tyrion. Wolf gaming she was just sa- giving her her time. Does anyone else not really care if Sansa loses her face or not? Arya is a psychopath now. She no longer even aware of people's intentions. Arya hands Sansa the dagger. Her eye, her eyes said, "Kill yourself now." Uh, we are being led to believe that Littlefinger, but in fact, Arya is meeting with Sansa in the crypts and manipulating Littlefinger. Joe is right again, Phil. Joe, Phil is right again. Or I don't know if that is Joe. Phil is right again. Or uh, we'll say Joe is right again because he likes he, he likes to hear that no, better. No, he likes to hear that. Yeah. It's you're you're right, but I'm not sure about what. Well, we'll 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 say I'm right. I can be right about one thing once sure. in a while. So let's continue on here. <laughs> you're right about lots of stuff, lots of times. So. Yeah, as, when I say, I'm not sure to what Madcap is alluding. In this circumstance. So, uh, so let's continue here. So uh, they just go back and forth, and and Arya talks about how, or they talk about how they're there, and then Sansa's like, you should smell my farts, because while you were training, uh, I was making people smell my farts. John didn't do shit. This is when she, okay, I get that you're mad, and you say things that you don't mean. Sansa holds this facade and tries to not say what she's thinking all the time, but then when this shit comes out, like her real sort of angry thoughts of John didn't do shit. The only th- reason that they won the battle of the bastards is because of me. Okay. Yep, you right really, there, that was so, you really helped Sansa. You helped Littlefinkel bailed them out at the end, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, John didn't fight that battle the smartest, but I'm pretty sure John did something in that battle. I'm pretty I'm sure pretty he didn't sure do shit. Okay. Cost John that battle by not saying, Hey, you know what? I have this letter here from this guy Littlefinger who says he's got forty thousand troops that can help us. Poor move. Maybe we should talk to him. And that's and that's what we're talking about yeah, right now. Is she won that battle. She she got won that battle back by 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 not contributing or not contributing the information that would have saved countless fucking lives of John soldiers and wildlings and other people and Liana's men or whoever like one one's life maybe no like she cost lots and lots of fucking people their lives by not sharing that information and riding in in the end on on the white horses so to speak no that was a a, that was a failed fucking decision on her part and not worthy of boasting at this moment in time and in fact the way she boasts it makes her look like a fucking douchebag on top of it it's my it's it's because of me and my cunning and battle prowess that that you're sitting in Winterfell right now. Um, Poopies. Really? It's it, not because of uh, Brianna Tarth who saved your fucking life and 
killed the men about to kill you and fucking Theon and drag it's your a ass lot of people Ramsey. and I, and I don't, like, like, I don't i don't i don't want to take that definitely helped but it's a lot of people working together in that situation her selfish nature did come out to to be important i think everyone has that in them but sansa has it a little bit more than some other people so mark says so now that we what happened now we know that what happened to ghost danny was wearing him the white coat is teary and trying to get danny to name his successor for the throne or am i just reading too much into that uh the what is Tyrion trying to get Danny to name him successor for the throne, or am I reading too much into that? Joe, what do you think of that question from Mark? And I'm gonna spin the wheel for Mark too. Do you uh, do you think that Tyrion was hinting make him the uh, the the next line successor? No, I I I just think I don't think Tyrion even had like a plan for that at all. Like, and it seems so odd that the conversation even went that way in yep. the first place. And it seemed like a vehicle to fuel the further conversation later in the episode about uh, when she kind of says, "There again to John, they're my children. And like, it's very suggestive, that whole exchange between them and the longing looks between them. And it just kind of played back to that conversation that Tyrion okay, had. Okay, analysis. They're probably going to copulate and have a kid. Analysis might be, uh, but he said, guys, you're, you're uh, misunderstanding what she said. She didn't say she won the battle. You guys are hearing what you want to say. It was something to that Upgrade. effect. I'm, par- I, I'm paraphrasing. Do we have to go to the tape? Do we, do, go to we, the tape. do we have to go to the tape and hear what no, she, she said? No, she didn't say she won the battle. She said, you're sitting in Winterfell because of me. John lost the battle, and then I came in with 40,000 troops from here and took back Winterfell and beat Ramsay Bolton. You never would have survived what I survived. Here we go. I guess we'll never know. I mean, technically, that is what happened. Yes, it is. Septon Mordain used to crack my knuckles because I couldn't write as well as you. Rob, I write to you today with heavy heart. Our good King Robert is dead. None of the other ships Killed from wounds he took in a boar hunt. None, 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 none of the other ship was, I have 40,000 troops sitting in the wind, possibly. Sure. When all He's they kept in. talking about is, where are we going to get men? Where are we going to get men? Where are we going to get men? We have no men. Ramsay has outnumbered us. We, we're, we're so outnumbered. Four to one. Analysis says she, she said the Knights of the Vale won the battle because of, and, and they won because of me. Yeah, 40,000 troops would have helped. Stop lying. They did. <laughs> Sansa is Jan from the Brady Bunch. Let's t- let Katie talk, says Teeps. Let Katie talk, Katie. Tell, tell Joe tell Joe why he's wrong again. Uh, let's, let's let everyone hear why you think Joe's wrong. Um, I don't necessarily think he's wrong. Uh, yeah, no, no, all set. All set, thanks. Okay. Let's move no, on. No, no, no. Okay. no. Yeah, no, honey. So, all set. So uh, let's get. Yeah, not not his fault, honey bear. Maybe Ari and Sansa just need to hug, not with each other, but just uh, just mainly man hugs. They 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 need to. Uh, Joe's we got a Joe's always wrong. Sansa was Hannibal. She used John as bait. Says K Rich uh, for two dollars super chat super chat donation. Awesome stuff, K Rich. Thank you so much for the super chat, Critch. I love you. Uh, I bet the ice dragon is going to be used as a zombie playing about a hundred zombies riding that dragon. He's probably beating off in that moon door all day. Joe, everyone's laughing at Joe. Uh, so great. Uh, K rich gives, uh, Oh, Joe, <laughs> Joe, uh, g- 
Joe needs to talk with his hand. Talk with make your hand a puppet for five minutes. No, uh, it's a it's the Joe rant one. So uh, so K Rich, you can give Joe uh Joe a subject to rant about or get him to talk positively about something. Make him talk positively about Sanzo or something like that. That would be great. So uh, Sansa and Arya just need to share a sandwich. Someone said if John would know about forty thousand troops right before the battle, John could have waited to deploy his troops. Uh, and Matt says if the Knights of the Vale would have started the battle field, then Ramsay probably would have holed up in Winterfell, making it harder to win the battle. So, uh, so people coming from all sides of the discussion. Timo, Timo with ten dollar donation. Sansa did not win Winterfell. Littlefinger approached her and wasn't even thinking of the Vale until Littlefinger came. They only came because of Littlefinger's ambitions, nothing more. Sansa didn't do shit. Sansa ain't shit. Fuck Sansa. Phil, what is Joe? What is Joe gonna pull a Jericho from Oz? Uh, but uh, John tucked up, killed him as much as her. We need to. We all need to share a sandwich. So uh, let's go over. Let's see if we have. Uh, oh, we got someone that's been on hold for a little bit. I think this is Antoine. So let's let's uh, let's go to Antoine's call and see what Antoine has to say. And uh, welcome to the show, Antoine. How's it going, buddy? I think I think Antoine might have uh, might have uh, put us on hold. Antoine, definitely call back, and I'll get you right back on. We got Timo gets a spin of the fucking wheel, and we also had Johnny with another two dollar donation. You guys are amazing tonight, and the support you guys give. Timo, huge hug to you, and uh, Timo gets an everyone drink. Everyone fucking drink. So whatever you're drinking tonight, hold it up and take a toast to Timo. Face mm -hmm. queen, you're gonna be waiting a long time. And Johnny, spin Johnny, motherfucker. A long, long time. <laughs> so uh, our next scene is is a really fun scene that we get with uh, Tormund and the Hound. It's it's uh, it's a com it's kind of a played for comedy scene, but I really do love it. Let's listen to this. You're the one they called the dog. Fuck off. Hey, dog. They told me you were mean. Were you born mean, or you just said wildlings? I don't give two shits about wildlings. Gingers, I hate. Gingers are beautiful. By fire. Hint, hint. Just like you. Don't point your fucking finger at me. And, I'm oh, sorry, it continues. <laughs> it continues. We're a baby. I didn't trip, I was pushed. Ever since you've been mean. Will you fuck off? I don't think you truly mean. You have sad eyes. <laughs> you have sad eyes, aww. Yes. He totally has sad eyes. Dick. 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 I don't like it. <laughs> no. Pussy for me. I have a beauty waiting for me back in Winterfell. Awesome. If I ever get back there. Yeah, this is awesome. Yellow hair. Blue eyes. Tallest woman you've ever seen. <laughs> Almost as tall as you. Brianna fucking Toth. Wait. Brianna Toth. Yeah, wait. Are you talking about... Wait, wait, wait. You're always Brianna fucking Toth. Fuck you. Well, not with her yet. But I see the way she looks at me. She looks at you. You know her Klingon women, dude. She's not a Klingon woman. She's not like gonna look at you, wanna beat you up, and then to, to mate with you. To it. She still wants to be touched like a woman. Yeah, she's a bit. Tormund's just out. But Tor not by Tormund. <laughs> <laughs> Tormund is fucking beautiful. It's just so perfect. And him and the Hound are a great pair. I don't he care how. Softy. He is an absolute. Yeah. Right now. yeah, he's he's great. He's I he never wants to make great big 
And we always talk, a lot of people like to go the other way. He's another example of one of those characters that reading him is not as good as watching him. Watching the way, what the actor puts into him brings. Well, they, they combined a couple of characters. I don't give a shit. I, like whatever, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'm, all I'm saying is, I he's one of my favorite characters on the show, and in the books, I don't even think about him too much. Right. You know, because yeah, he, he like basically the books end before he really becomes uh, like a a big part of anything. Yeah, he's he's he just he's just awesome. He he's he's incredible. Through. He's incredible in everything he does. We well we we, <laughs> we saw that uh we saw that we had a, a 215 area code if you want to call back in 215. Uh Timo says, "Oh my god, Torment is amazing. What what's that bear Torment defile though? Well, oh yeah, we'll see. He came back for more. He, he <laughs> fucked it. Bear. He fucked it dead and it came yeah. yeah, the bear came back for him." about Brienne and was like, uh-uh, bitch, you're, you're my mine. <laughs> you're mine, you motherfucker. You left me up here to rot like this, and now you're talking about some other chick. <laughs> Tor- okay. <laughs> Tormund is locked in uh, okay. Timo's basement and uh, getting her deals on hotel rooms. Now so says Robert Aaron, sons of my cousin, should help her. Knights enter the <laughs> battle. I oh, she's my cousin. I wish there was more deaths beyond the wall. I agree, Matthew. That's probably yes. one. Of, aside from you know whinging uh, and our whinging points that we're gonna get into here and there. So my what, my biggest issue is that all the people that got killed. I mean, let's wait till we get to that point. But mm. but that all the people that got killed. Based Basically, were red shirts in red some shirt. situation yeah. oh situations, except for Thor, except for Thoros getting. And not that I want main characters no, to die. Right, right. Everybody else who dies, dies but that's not right? the only. Yeah. But honestly, yeah. that doesn't. That didn't that's bother me. Funny. That didn't bother me too much. There's one thing. By a fucking I know. Bird. I know, but I'm saying there's that, like, even that stuff, it's whatever. It's action movie rules. Mm, this firm sword will get you to live. There was one thing that bothered me, and we'll get, and, and I'll definitely get to that. One, one of everything one that thing. there was, but I, no, there was a lot of shit to fucking complain about, but only one of them bothered me. Like, Pick your battle kind of thing. yeah, exactly. Pick your battle, because I'm going to pick it. You can battle it all. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I'm like, I, like, I, like, when it comes down to it, like, I'm forgiving of certain things if I like character. When it comes down to it, story and writing and stuff, like when when my interest, it's on my scale, it's characters there, stories there. And if I like the characters, it can carry me through to enjoy a show. And I forgive a lot more rather than the other way around. Like if the acting and the characters are off and the story's awesome, I cannot fucking give a shit about what's happening. So like, so I create reasons to care about characters, even with shitty story points here and there. Right, but this isn't just shitty story points. This is like pro- tropathon fucking... Whatever. So you, you say like, potato, I say potato, Joe. So... It's fucking... What do you want, Joe? What do you want? It's like... It's like, okay, great. Wait, wait, okay. I understand you like the character stuff, and I do too. And and that can get me only so far. I need more substance than just this banter. Like, all these tropes... So, that, so do I, but it's one episode, Joe. That's it. It's one episode. It's it's one one episode. It's one episode. I liked that. I it's the only episode this season I haven't liked. Yeah. It's the what, only episode. What, so bad. What no? It's eh, not. Eh. I'm, I'm telling you why it's not one episode. It's the other three fucking episodes they stole from you this season, Phil. What, that's a different point altogether. You're it bringing in a, a different, different discussion point altogether because you can make the story better. You can extend the story. Give us real reasons to be north of the wall instead of being like. 
Here's your I agree with you, but what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Hate to hate? What am I gonna no, I agree with what you're saying, but I'm not gonna not enjoy watching it. I'm not gonna not I'm gonna not gonna shut off my I'm not gonna shut off my enjoyment of it. So let's I'm not saying to shut off your enjoyment of it. I'm saying to be to feel like you're not just being ripped off, that you're being that you're being I don't feel ripped off. I don't feel ripped off. I, I feel like this wasn't the best episode, but I don't feel ripped off. I think that's kind of hard. You're being, you're being patronized. You should be. I'm not. Don't No, I'm, be, I'm being honest. You can be honest. I can be honest. I have a different opinion than you. I know, but I see I see the whole place is all of us. All of us are, being, uh, are, are completely being patronized by this. This whole entire thing. We're going to take away three episodes from you. Yeah, so but that's a make, different so point altogether. That has nothing to do with the, that has so nothing we, to do with what we're talking about right now, though. It has everything to do with it. Yeah. It has everything to do with how we get to this point. But by the fact that they make the decision that they're not going to give us the other three episodes, they're not going to give us a full season. That old that news, that old news. It's a, it's a, it's the fact of life. It's the fact yeah. of life. We have to make do with what we have and enjoy it as much as we can. It's like at this point, it's kind of the unspoken. Yeah, it's the it's it's it is Listen, what it it when, in the words of Bill Belichick, Joe. It is what it is. When life gives you a shit sandwich, it's best to it's best to what hunker down and get eating. No, it's best to throw the fucking sandwich to the person that fucking gave it to you. Say I don't want to eat a shit fucking sandwich. Make it again. It's not gonna happen. Let's go to the phone calls and see what's on that fucking thing. At least let, eat some corn before you get making it. Let's, like, let's, God damn it. Let's go to the phone calls. Area code two one five. What do you got to say, area code two one five? Hey, what's up, fellas? How are you? Hey, how's it going, dude? Here's what I think. If I see a cousin that I haven't seen in like nine months, I ask him everything like he's been up to. But these star kids haven't seen each other in four years. And they never sat down and were like, did anybody die or get raped or turn into an assassin? Yeah, like, they never yeah. sat down nope. and figured out, yeah, like, hey, Brand, you seem Brand like a fucking psycho <laughs> right now. It was and like, you beautiful when you were getting raped. And figured out, like, that everybody's a fucking nut job right now. <laughs> <laughs> and now Arya's trying to kill Santa. Like, you never sat down and were just like, ah. Like, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you seem like you went through some bad shit. Yeah. No, oh, I learned no. how to be an assassin, by the way. <laughs> drop an acid at the fucking tree. Here's this. Here, yeah, but, yeah. With the, the terrified maester. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been <laughs> tripping with the three-eyed raven and stuff. I, I hate to, I hate to be the, like, the guy that's like, oh, I read the books, but this episode just ruined it for me. Yeah. Where now, like, I have to be that guy. Where I'm like, ah, this, the show's all right, but I read the books. I'm, I'm that nerd now. No, I mean, and and f very fair point. Awesome call, buddy. I, the way I think about it is, I it, one thing does not interfere with the other. My enjoyment from the books and my enjoyment for the show are different. I judge the show based compared to other television shows, not necessarily based on the books, just because it's a different medium and it's hard to just connect two different mediums. I judge it on other great television shows: the Breaking Bad's, the Sopranos, the Rome's, the Wires, the whatever. The uh, and and again, this wasn't my favorite episode. It's probably my least favorite episode of the season. But I think crying, uh, the sky is falling, uh, chicken little sort of thing is a little a little too much. It's a little too much. It's uh, it's it's not it's it's uh it's not the best second to last episode of a season. And I agree with you, Joe. What you're saying essentially, I don't like the pacing. I think the biggest problem that we have this whole season is pacing, and that does have to do with the seven episodes. But that doesn't mean 
that I think this ep- I would go as far to say that I think this was shit, you know, as far as far as you're putting it. But again, it's awesome that you think this and it's awesome in uh and and yeah, passion. I love it, dude. I fucking love it. So speaking of passion, let's get to uh, let's get to area code seven five seven and talk to our buddy Antoine. First of all, I got two things that I want to say. Do it, Antoine. And I'm gonna hang it up for tonight. But um, here's the thing. One, I'm pissed off that one of the Daenerys dragons went down to a effing night king, and two. Sansa ruined the moment by going to. A- oh no! Oh no! You got cut off in your second point, but uh, but I know that a lot of people like the fact that you said Sansa ruined something. <laughs> you got <laughs> yeah, yeah, you 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 landed great a point, great point, great point, <laughs> great point. Oh, awesome! Kyle sends his regards. Lots of love to Kyle Azora hype, who was on a feedback show a couple weeks ago. Well, one of the best dudes out there, so definitely check him out. And on this week's feedback show, I will be joined by a very special guest, uh, Tony Teflon. Last week, I was joined by King McKay as well, too. So if you haven't checked that out, definitely check out all of our feedback shows this year. We were joined by lots of awesome other channels from uh, Game of Thrones creators. And we'll try to keep that sort of thing up uh, during the off-season and keep the Game of Thrones content going even in the off-season talking about it, no matter how long it is as it was just announced today that season eight isn't going to be starting filming until October. Uh, so uh, it's going to be October o- of what, 2018? Yeah, this com- no, uh, this coming October, uh, October <laughs> 2017, which means it probably, we probably, it probably won't be out until April 19. Yep. Or April 18, April 18, probably. Or- no, not April 18. That's five months after it's October. Gonna be- it's going to be a while. I don't want to think about that right now. We'll talk more it won't about be it. until 19. We're not getting until April 19, spring 19. And that's, that's it. That seals it. Love we'll it. we'll talk Love about it. that more on our uh, on our final show there. Uh, great to see. Oh, we see so many people coming in from Kyle. A lot of people said Kyle sends his regards. Thank you so much to everyone popping on in here from Kyle, uh, Kyle sending you our way. How how obnoxious. <laughs> you guys are so amazing. Read Ryan Lash's uh, comment there. What is Ryan Lash? You read it. He says, uh, I don't know where it went. Oh, I got it. The show has set a standard for itself, and it should be judged by that standard. It was the worst episode in the series. Of course you wanted to fucking say that. So uh, <laughs> you're fucking amazing. Uh, so you guys are incredible. Thank you so much. It's 2018 because we all know Joe is wrong. Well, everyone hates the show now, so no, why does it matter how long we got to wait? Why, like, T- Timo, criticism doesn't necessarily mean someone hates the Absolutely show. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I understand that you're getting sort of uh, probably post-traumatic stress because you think everyone's complaining. Uh, it, but, but I, I mean, I don't think, uh, like... Uh, Joe hates the show because of these things. He wants he wants better things, but we'd be li- or he'd be lying if he didn't point out the shit that <laughs> Listen, he he sees the show's I potential not, and it's just not living up to it for whatever reason. I'm not reason. a yes man. I am not if anything, I am not a yes man. Um so when you know D come to me and they ask me my opinion about this product that they've put out, <laughs> I have to tell them the truth. 
I can't blow smoke up their ass if I want them to continue to make good stuff. Oh no, she's in a ranty mode today. No, and I don't mind the ranty calling us out on negativity, but if but saying that we're being negative because of trend or doing anything because of trend, that's fucking the most ridiculous thing I've heard about us doing and things because of trends. Maybe, maybe Just because I'm wearing a hand because it is that fucking bad. No, no, it's because I'm wearing the man bun tonight. It's it's yeah, the no, it's the trendy thing, right? That in honor of Thoros. I did, I did, I did. I said Kyote, but no, come on. We're the when it comes down to we we we're we don't give a fuck about that sort of stuff. We don't we're unaware of that sort of stuff when it really yeah, comes down much. to it so yeah especially <laughs> what, yeah. what is cool now? yeah what's yeah, cool right now we're, we're so old and out of touch we're not we're not even close to cool so we, we don't we don't we don't blame the man bun <laughs> don't don't fucking blame we'll the blame man bun. a little but yeah. not complete there you go how's that for you yeah, no exactly carbine it's the thoros man bun for tonight and jo joe's on joe's honoring it now we have the uh this is this is an honor of the. I've heard nothing but uh, but ab about American Gods from Joe. Uh, what the fuck? I, yeah, I want to hear Joe. I want to do. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Later. Let's not a get sidetracked. Fun show. A fun show. F man bun is the source of power from em Emperor Palpatine. That's why it's depressing. Oh, uh, uh, Joe's look. Joe's that looks savage as fuck. Hey, hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> How's it going, Carmine? Lots of hugs and kisses, it's buddy. Like a, a second head sitting on top of my head. Welcome, Max Power. But yeah, and here, 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 though, you know, like I, I'm trying to fight the good fight, Timo. So, uh, so okay, so we get the uh, we get this really awesome scene between Tormund and the dog here. Joe's a talker. Doesn't look like anything to me, says K. Rich. <laughs> I forgot about that part. <laughs> Joe, you you fucking talker. And uh, very Dothraki. Love the man bun. Oh, yeah, you too, Joe. Uh, Phil looks like Natalie Portman right now. Man bun power. <laughs> Timo will remain sarcastic as long as anyone remains negative. Uh, I always uh, thought that I'd hope Rago would swoop down and save John, but all hopes of anything uh, died with the end of the episode. Throw an ice javelin at that like button, says Claudio. We got Kyle in the live chat too. Lots of love to Kyle. Yes. Do it. Do it. Tag that shit. Chat quote of the night. Man bites. Man bites. Man bites like man buns. But it's what I. Man bites is what Joe and I do to each other when we're alone. I'm more of a bear bite. A dead bear bite. An undead bear bite. Undead bear bite. Oh my. Undead yeah, bear bite. <laughs> Which is totally curable by one flaming sword's mm -hmm. thrust. <laughs> Just gotta cauterize that bear bite and you're all set. You can walk another well, four it's, miles. It's pretty they're in Arctic conditions. Yeah. Too, so the bleeding could be slowed by the cold and then cauterized and he'll be good. Yeah, no, that bear broke like six ribs when it bit him. It tossed him. Ah. Oh yeah, he's he was he was fucked. <laughs> There's been no better man bear fight than Leo's bear fight. That was seriously, fantastic. it's really a surprise that it was bear fight. So uh, that bear, so it's confirmed that Longclaw originally had a bear pummel. I don't remember that being yes, a thing. Yes, I yes. did buy a Longclaw replica, replica with a bear pummel. Emerald eyes, though, says Carmine. Yeah. Joe tells it like it is. Too bad someone can't take the truth, says Madcaps. Oh my God, what an episode <laughs> says a Arrow. Uh, uh, we got, we got, there's, I need to watch Fear the Walking Dead now to get the stench of the episode out of my mouth, <laughs> says Timo, but she's joking. Jorah must have taken some dragon glass. That must have been like a dragon glass dagger. Why didn't they all have dragon? We're leaving Dragonstone, but let's go north with no dragon glass. Yes, sounds wonderful. The only thing that Fucking what? What? Guillermo says, Guillermo says. Dragon glass shit. 
Why weren't they like as Maybe they were they walking like chit chat? Like do. it should be like chiming on their bodies. Like they should be wearing dragon like dragon, not chainmail. Dragon mail. Like what yeah. the fuck? Like they should have like dragon, dragon glass, glass Chinese stars and shit. Come on, like. Guillermo says, Phil, this is your worst show, but shame on you, Joe. This is your worst show ever. Shame on you for thinking you can do better, Joe. I can do better. I can do better. <laughs> Look, Joe, I have to side with you on that point. Fucking hell says, <laughs> says uh, we do have dra- they do have Dragon Class. I thought they did have a couple. Gr- There's Dragon Glass everywhere. Have a good night, Mark. Thank you so Apparently, much for your support. Apparently, must have because that one stab to the bear put it down. But, like. The hammer wasn't made of dragon glass. The swords. No, there was like, nothing. There like was swords. That they, you know, they were everyone got your dragon right. glass. Like we kind of were left to. Hello. Of, uh, wonder. Yeah. Or like all this fucking shit. We need to mine the dragon glass. We need to make weapons, but nobody like not even one word about like. We all got our dragon glass. <laughs> all right, let's go. Yeah, your dragon glass like, blade on Seems you. to be the most. Oh, I want dragon glass nunchucks. Steel, like. I definitely want gra- dragon glass nunchucks or dragon glass, uh, dragon glass warhammer. So, uh, so you have sad eyes. Who learns about Dick and Cock? Then we have Beric and John have a scene talking about being brought back and what the Lord of the Light wants. Um, it was an g- interesting scene. I didn't like it as much as. See, as like Tormund and the Hound in that situation, but no, this was a little annoying. But it, but it was all it was all right. It needed to happen. It, it, I think I built it up a little bit in my head. We got a kind of cool line with death is the enemy, the first one and the last one. You have to keep coming, but the it, it, but you all everyone dies while the enemy always wins in the end. Oh, it's such bullshit! Oh my god. <laughs> Well, it does. Uh, we need dragon. We need the living is all we got. I am the shield that guards the realm of men. Like, all right. Maybe that's enough, Joe. It might be enough. So, barbarian. So then the then the hound uh, sees the mountain from his dreams. That's the top of an arrowhead, and he uh, and yeah. Okay, so uh, so then we get to. Uh, oh yeah, that's why he's. So, so then we get to this other the the other section of the episode where we get Danny and Tyrion, and they have a discussion. And let's listen to a few seconds of T- Danny and Tyrion's discussion. Oh, there's tension moments. I honestly don't. You're not a hero. Oh, I've been heroic on occasion. I once charged through the mud gate oh. of King's Landing. I don't want you to be a hero. Heroes do stupid things and they die. Drogo, Jorah, Dario, even this. Jon Snow. Would you call? I mean, Drogo. Drogo was a lot of things. A great fighter. The uh, the moon and stars. Would you would you call Drogo a hero? Hero? I, mm, I don't that know. I don't know about. She, she was calling him a. She was calling him like a rapist a couple of episodes ago. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember him. Did he save? Lives at, he was a Dothraki. Dothrakis aren't heroes. They're warriors. They're honorable in their Dothraki ways. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't call. I wouldn't call. I wouldn't call him a hero. No, that yeah, that's a questionable comment. Uh, uh, Carmine says Danny's outfit sucked tonight. What the fuck was that shit? Gives your daggers. That was like giving Jamie golden nunchucks. It would be useless. <laughs> golden I liked her outfit. I thought it was very runway fashionable. Haute couture. 
<laughs> yeah, they should should have given uh, Jorah. I, I just want her to wear armor. It just would make a lot more sense. And that or, would, it would make more sense. Yes. And a helmet, a helmet at least, something, you and know? Those people in the north have got to put their fucking hoods up, at least. Your ears, are, their ears should be black and chipping off like dragon glass. A hundred percent. Should have given Jorah a dragon glass sword or something, says Carbide. Yeah. Hey, Phil, uh, what have you done with your hair, man? I, I, I it was a real. <laughs> It's a request from someone from Kyote in the live chat. She's she's about to attack you and say, "Don't insult the man bun." Uh, she's she's been requesting it since the beginning of the year. So uh, uh, Rose says, "I semi agree with Joe. Uh, that that's enough for him." Dro uh, Drogo Drogo was a yeah Drogo was a warlord. Yeah, warlord's a better th better thing. Yes. No, yes. Danny warlord. needs armor. No, he was. He was her love interest, so he was her hero. Elizabeth, yeah. per Elizabeth Aww. Perkins, I love you. I love you on weeds and big. You're you're Don't fucking love great. Me on That's you're amazing. I like it. <sighs> Welcome back, Joe. Kyote's like man bun rules. Don't take it off now. Stephen Michael Davis, what's <laughs> up, people? And uh, so let's continue here. Let's get through the recap, and then we're going to go back to the phone lines and take some calls before we call to scream. Thank you, everyone that's joined us tonight. Whether you agree with us, think we're a bunch of fucking dumbasses, or are just enjoying the 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 ride, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We really do appreciate and joining us all season. Please. Uh, come back next week for the final episode of this season. The three of us will be back one more time. And then also this week on Wednesday evening at 10 p.m., I'll be on for my feedback show. So if we don't get to your voicemails and texts tonight, I will get to them on the feedback show with Tony. And, uh, and you don't have to tell people we're a bunch of dumbasses, Phil. This is known. This is known, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's figure a, it out. Yeah, they, they can figure it out by watching. Yeah. Forget for Red says, forget about John's plot Spoiler. armor. Yeah. Forget about John's plot armor. He has plot skin, plot blood. How the fuck do you survive freezing waters and freezing fucking temperatures? Because he is That's a right. snow. Uh, yeah, sure. His dragon, <laughs> the combination of his dragon blood and his uh, wolf blood allow him to have a super magical uh, Aquaman <laughs> ice ability that and surrounds him with a force field that allows him to eco-locate where... Longclaw Benjamin. is Benjamin or Longclaw, oh, yeah. and can find yeah. his way up there. Why didn't he shout out from horseback as he was riding away, like Benjamin? Who's my mommy? <laughs> or why didn't you come out sooner? So, uh, no, he okay, so Drogo's a hero. So you're not a. So she says uh, you're not a coward. Do each other. Who can do the stupidest, bravest thing? Interesting. These heroes you name. Drogo, Jorah, Dario, Drogo, Hero. Six foot. Jon Snow. He's too short for me. They all fell in love with you. They've been really Jon Snow's in love with you. Oh, I'm sorry. Suppose he stares at you longingly because he's. Uh, Leslie has smiling at us saying, you guys have me weak tonight. Uh, what, what was Timo's? What's a good question from Timo? I wonder how the first immediate reaction would be like not having days in between watching the leak. Uh, Joe, you didn't watch the league, right? No. I, I, wa I watched the leak episode this morning to take notes. I didn't watch it before before then. I had seen some scenes online and that were leaked to me just because I saw the posts that were put up quickly. And, uh, but I didn't actually watch the episode till this morning that I did watch it earlier this morning to take notes so I could watch the episode for fun at, live at 9 o'clock. So, uh, so yes, I did, but I did it earlier today. If the, and I don't think it matters either way, but 
but but I but I did but I did watch it at like noon today. <laughs> so there's there's that. Mm-hmm. So uh, and uh, yeah yeah I mean I, I if if I can watch it to take notes I will for whatever it's worth. I don't care if John's half snowman. He was being dragged underwater. Dude should have fucking drowned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or died of hypothermia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the hypothermia was getting me more. Like, getting either me more way, blood. either way. It fucked up. Danny and John, Antoine says, Danny and John got to uh, the night to themselves because Sansa's messed up and John with Arya and, and Jane. So the bed is not slept in, so knock yourselves out, John and Danny. Joe can't even get the light right in the back. He's bitching about Game of Thrones. What the fuck? He said that twice. <laughs> well, we have gray area in the live chat. Great to see you, gray area. Lots of love to gray area. I fixed, I fixed the light. Is that, is that better? Yeah, you're much. I can see your. I can see your shiny face better. I know. I'm like. I'm like shiny, sweaty. I need some powder. It's fill. hot in here. It is hot. It's hot. It's hot in here too. Love you guys. Love to see Gray area in the live chat. Love that we got Carmine in the live chat. I promise you, in the books of George wrote John going underwater and coming out, he'd lose a foot or a leg or something. Damn the hat is a Joe. Why is Benjamin have to say have to die? He could have jumped on that horse too. Uh, he could have come out at a different time. A lot of different stuff could have happened. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so then, we, then we get the Joe haters. Then we get some really fun, uh, a fun, a fun interaction when Tyrion starts talking about Cersei. I like hearing him talk mm. about her, and when D- Danny is very, it's it's interesting to see the way she acts in these scenes. She's acting differently than I thought. Definitely more, more strong and more forceful. I, like I said in a, another podcast earlier this week, I think when I call her Mad Queen, that's an oversimplification that it doesn't properly describe what's going on with her. She, she's used to doing something one way that works for her. So she keeps going back to that same well. And when she acts and when she pushes and when she, when she goes all in, so to speak, she wins the hand. And when she folds, she realizes that she had a flush drawn. She would have hit the fucking flush or some shit like that. And every time that happens, she's like, oh, Tyrion, you tell me to fold the shitty hands, to fold 4-7 suited. But I'm going to fucking push all in with it because I push all in. That's what Danny does. That's what I push and I have dragons like this. So it's going to be very interesting just as a cause and effect of the events that happened in this episode, regardless of the silly stuff around it. The shit that happened in this episode, how she's going to react having lost something big. Because in the immediacy of this episode, it seemed like she was more focused on John and him being all right than the loss of the dragon to her forces. So I, that's going to be an interesting thing to see as time moves forward and as yeah. Danny starts to lose, realize that even a broken clock's right a couple times a day and Tyrion might not always have, have her best interest in mind, but that doesn't mean he's always wrong. And I think she definitely had to go out there in that situation, but she didn't have to bring all of her dragons. She could have just no. brought Drogon that time, like she brought it last time. She didn't bring she all, have to bring all three. It. Phil, yeah. I, I gotta say, a broke clock. It depends on how it's broke, Phil. Because if it's if it's running fast or if it's running slow, it's only right a couple times every century. Yeah, fair, fair point. So you think Tyrion's of that kind of broken clock? 
Now, okay, leaves it on that, leaves it on the map. Dra- I'm just saying, like. Drag- Jade, Drellin- Jade Dragon Melee about to pass out, giving us one last Super Chat donation. Thank you so much, Jade. You're amazing. Lots of love to Sammy. We got Sammy Kane in the live chat. Tyrion's my favorite. He should sit on the eye and throw it with Arya by his fucking side as his hand. Oh, that would be fucking interesting. Uh, I'm hungry. Do you uh, do you have anything to eat, Katie Crow? Fly it over them. Fly them over a raven. <laughs> much love. Oh, Lady Warrior of House Brady, much love. We'll be listening, but leaving the chat. Smash that like button. Thank you so much. Tyrion is slowly realizing that this shit is not working. I think a lot of the Tyrion and Danny stuff in this episode was showing how he's trying to uh, brainwash her. Or not brainwash her. Get her on his side. Well, get her not to be... He's doing what a hand should do. Yeah, he, I mean, he's trying to temper her reaction. She is very fiery. She's still young, too. Yeah. Like, she's not, she's, she's, she's young, and she's an even younger ruler. You know, like, yeah. this whole power thing is relatively newish to her. A year or two old, like. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think he's doing what a, a hand is supposed to do. He's cautioning, he's offering other options other perspectives he doesn't have to listen or even agree with them but that's he's doing his job as a hand and pretty much every time like you said phil it's it's what she knows it's how she goes all in and she because every time she has she comes out with more power every time she kills she comes out more powerful she kills drogon and the witch came out with dragons she kills uh again uh all those calls and she comes out with what's that the cult the vault yeah yeah and she comes out with her dragons back from that and and, uh, like she also like every time she kills she comes out with more she comes out ahead (laughs) so it behooves her to uh you know, maybe keep killing. Yeah, you know, it, de- it definitely helps her out. Definitely. She killed Dickon and Dad, and she got a whole bunch of people to bend a knee. Mm-hmm. Like, every time she kills, killed. she comes out more powerful. Yep. Yep. So it, it, like, that's what she kind of sees, and she, she feels that. And think, Tyrion's yeah. trying to tell her this. You can gain power by more than just killing. You can do this without having to only use fear. Mm-hmm. Like, show the people that you love as well, that you care for them as well, that there's more to you, that you're not just Cersei or your father. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's continue here a little bit. Sorry, I got I got distracted with looking at too many chat. The motherfucking chat is fucking amazing. You guys are incredible tonight going back and forth. I don't know. Not everyone's on the same page, but I appreciate all the fucking ups and downs and different opinions about this episode is amazing. Again, good or bad, and even if we have some problems with the show, I think Game of Thrones brings passion out and brings for this is a lot. Of, there's a lot of build up for people that are interested in this series, and Game of Thrones fans are passionate, and I love I love feeling it, and I, I definitely feel it tonight for good or bad. It's been a, it's been a tough week with the spoiler and so many people knowing about this episode and having these discussions, and then kind of waiting for other people to catch up and watch it too. And if people don't agree, it's it's just a it's it's a mishmash. It's it's a very interesting time. I wish the, I honestly wish these leaks wouldn't happen. 
I and uh, and it would be cool to just be able to watch the episode at the time. That being said, if the leaks do happen, I download it and we'll watch it a few hours before and take notes and make my life easier right before the show. I'll fucking do it, but whatever, I suck. So analysis of Thrones says I suck and do podcasts with boogers hanging on my nose. So uh, fuck John for giving up on the uh, Northern Independence after Danny agreed to fight. Regardless, shame, motherfucker, shame, 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 motherfucker, shame, shame, shame your shame. name. So let's continue here a little bit. And uh, and Danny says, uh, Danny and Tyrion just go back and forth about what Burning works and works. That was not impulsive. That was necessary. Perhaps. Perhaps. Perhaps the father needed to die and not the son. Perhaps they both needed time to contemplate the mistakes in the solitude of a cold cell. We had no time to discuss the possibilities before you ended their possibilities. One could be forgiven for thinking you're taking your family's side in this debate. I am taking their side. You need to take your enemy's side if you're going to see things the way they do. And you need to see things the way they do if you're going to anticipate their actions, respond effectively, and beat them. Which I want you to do very much. Because I believe in you. And in the world you want to build. But the world you want to build get built all at once, probably not in a single lifetime. It's like Rome. How do we ensure your vision endures? After you break the wheel, how do we make sure it stays broken? Smash it. You want to know who Smash sits it. on the Iron Throne after I'm dead? Really? That's that's where you go with that? Yeah, like, and I, I, I am, a, I am. A, this is where I'm with you on on one point, Joe. I, I like that Tyrion's trying to tell her to be careful, kind of advising her to yeah. keep her temper. I like, I think I skipped over it. But when he starts talking to her about you're prone to lose your temper and Cersei's prone to poking you, so you need to be prepared for her to be fucking and poking you. When did we get an agreement that they were all going to have a sit down to begin with? Um, Jamie, 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 Jamie agreed with Tyrion. He uh, he we, we, we do know that that's been they have agreed to meet to see what's to see this dead body to. uh yeah, to have the parlay. Yeah, I mean that, that that's pretty. That's right. pretty again. It's it's the like stupid. Like okay, great. Let's all join forces and march north to go fight them, and then we'll hash it out afterward. Like what? And uh, what a non sequitur. The Night King's been taking a sweet ass time. Now he's got a dragon, no excuses. Were they trapped on a rock? Uh, would they just break the ice further or keep breaking it? Would it just freeze forever? Okay, we're gonna get into this here. Yeah, okay. We're we're getting cl we're getting closer to that section right now. So. Well, it's, I, I still got to go back to the and like he's like you oh you got filled drink the wheel and uh, I want who's gonna make sure that it stays broken afterwards and she goes you you want to know who's gonna succeed me like that's not necessarily where I thought Tyrion was going with that no, it was and like odd. and like his response not being anything but like that's not really what I'm saying Danny I'm saying that you know we need to extend your life so it doesn't become an issue of succession like that's where he's going with it and she like takes it there he engages with her and it sets up this second narrative or another narrative sort of that it gets it engaged with on like the fringe of, of stuff later on with danny and john again Ooh. which was also brought up in the past when these are magnificent beasts or, or gorgeous beasts. They're not beasts. They're my children. Like, 
we got it there. We get the succession talk that doesn't get just shut down immediately. And then we go straight off to that other crap. So it really just felt bad. Carmine, what's up? Now, yeah, completely. Uh, can you guys hear me, by the way? Yes, we yeah. can. We got a wild haunter has appeared. And Stephen Michael Davis says, what does this mean by break the wheel? She doesn't want to abolish monarchy. Capturing a white was a stupid plan, by the way. Stupid fucking plan. But we've got Carmine from Red Team Review joining us to pop on in for a little bit. He's doing a little pop I just, on I just in. wanted to come in for a little bit. So, so this episode, like, I get, like, a bunch of people every fucking week telling me the same thing. Dude, nothing happened. What the fuck do you guys mean nothing happened? What are you talking about? Nothing happened. Holy shit. And uh, yeah, something happened. So don't listen to those people. Don't listen to those people. But uh, how Subtle do how, things happen. How do, you, how do you break the wheel? They're, I guarantee you what they're going to probably do is do the thing that the Ironborn do or the Night's Watch do. Democracy. Yeah. <laughs> they're just going to pick her to be the ruler anyway. So there's going to be another point. But that's probably what break the, real, the wheel means. Because Aegon started the whole you know hierarchy the whole dynasty and to break the wheel means you gotta remove that and have uh, elections until the russians hack him and but uh fair election <laughs> <laughs> so now that we have carbide here we'll, we'll pause the recap for a little bit and take a couple questions with him while he pause while he steps on in if anyone wants to call on in right now we have the phone lines open at seven one seven one four six nine four four one two oh and uh leslie pa powell asks how will Cersei's pregnancy plan out? Euron will be pissed next episode. Uh, Carmine, what do you th what do you think? How will Cersei's pregnancy plan pan out in this situation? Will Euron give a fuck at all as long as he gets a, a handy or something? Well, I don't, I don't think Euron is. Uh, I don't think Euron even wants Cersei. I think he just wants Danny, and he was just trying to play everybody. Yeah, I think he just wants power, and I also agree that he has more of a connection to, especially once he, because he looks at the dragons as fucking power. And would it be great if, like, <laughs> would it be great if, like, the last season, the last episode, we couldn't find a way to get rid of Euron, so Danny has to marry him, just, <laughs> just add, add him See, to her hair. That's Game of Thrones right there. You have to marriage for a, you have to you have to marry people for alliance purposes. That's right. Game of Thrones. Maybe she loses like an ear or something in an attack. That's that's the Game of Thrones we fell in love. She should she should have lost. Scar across Danny's face, like hard, mm -hmm. make her hard, horribly ugly. Now I haven't really gotten a chance to hear what your thoughts of this episode are, Carmine. Just in general, uh, did you enjoy? Because I enjoyed watching this episode. That doesn't mean it doesn't have its fucking problems. I think I agree with you that shit happened. I enjoyed the shit that happened, but it's you can pick it the fuck apart uh, because a lot there were a lot of fucking moments. What are your kind of general thoughts about this episode? Uh, it was fine. I mean, as far as dreaded episodes go, because it's a Game of Thrones tradition. As far as they go, I expected a lot more. Like, like don't kill off Thoros. Kill off Tormund. We yeah. love Tormund. That's why you should kill him off. And don't kill off. This Visceron, kill off Drogon. It's more of a gut punch to kill off the dragon that we're all kind of attached to. Yeah, it's a dreaded episode. Don't get me wrong. You know, it, it has all the qualities of it. it. You know, I'm sure they spent much more in this episode than the other ones. But at the same time, though. We've seen better dreaded episodes. We've seen way better ones. Yeah, that, that's that's how I feel about it too. It wasn't it wasn't high up there as one of the best episode nines or now I guess episode sevens or episode fives for next season. But it was a it was a decent uh, action moving around the plot uh, kind of episode with some high points. And I mean, a dragon died, but I agree there was there was kind of wasted potential in some of the moments that if we lost a few more members of the team in some really crazy ways a little bit more rather than so many fucking red shirts 
right exactly that we never fucking talk to or we never have any like not that i wanted to spend a lot of time with them but they're just kind of we yeah, don't even see there they just kept popping up to die i was like wait who is that guy all yeah. of a sudden oh he's dead I guess he didn't matter like what and there's a couple of things that i had problems with the, the how in how the the walkers weren't as formidable of uh, the walkers. The whites weren't as formidable of an enemy at times. I know we were dealing with like a lot of really great fighters, but they seemed to be killing them rather easily where, where it seemed like in that situation where Tormund was overwhelmed by all of them. I thought that was a perfect moment for him to go down there. And that would have just been an emotional fucking gut shot. Or again, if Drogon was injured even more or killed in that situation too, it would have been, far more emotional than one of the dragons we don't know which one was that which one was that again yeah. like like i don't know which one that fucking is and again like the 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 super shot of the flying dragon instead of the one that's like piling people yeah. on to escape yep yeah you've proven your badass you don't have to prove it anymore too. so <laughs> so let's let's listen to a quick uh let's listen to a quick uh uh or a, a a voicemail here while we get Carmine here. Uh, and uh, again, huge thanks to Carmine for jumping on in here tonight for a little bit. And uh, let's play this. Oh my God, Phil, this is the bloody talker. And they fucked it up. I thought they were doing good with this season and they fucked it up. I mean, I don't even mind killing a dragon, but in that way, in that stupid fucking junior high fucking track and field javelin throw bullshit what the fuck uh-huh. and, and uh, okay on, on that on that point carmine what did you think about the uh the 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 javelin throw part did you think that was a little cheesy or did that not bother you too much i, I mean it didn't bother me too much how else are they supposed to take down the dragon I, I'm, I'm glad it, i'm glad it was it was as far as the White Walkers go, like how else are they supposed to do it? We don't. We want them to be menacing, but we don't want them to be overpowering. So having you know a, a fucking amazing baseball throwing arm, that that's fine. Having having them do it by a spear, that's fine. I would rather them do that than summon like a giant snowstorm that turns into like a face from like the. You guys ever see the Mummy movie from like 1999? Horrible. Where where it turns the sandstorm turns into like a face, like that would have been so lame, but. At least, at least with the spear, it's more practical. But it was fine. Brendan, Brendan Fraser shows up. The fireballs the children were throwing. Right. Oh, so much better. Oh, Stephen Michael Davis, uh, five dollar donation, saying "Baba Booey." Lots of love to. uh... (laughs) You have this amazing, great baseball throwing arm, and the first thing you throw the spear at is the flying dragon. Not at John sailing away on the boat. Not at the dragon on the ground. Not at Danny on the dragon's back. Not like the lobbing spears dragon. to the island the whole time. How many White Walkers do you have there? How many spears? Like, why aren't you? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the, it it just seemed like, okay, no, now there's a flying dragon. Let me target that. Like, it just, it was. I I thought it was horrible. Again, not as bad as the fireballs thrown, but it just seemed so. Not their best. The like, only yeah, okay, okay. What, you, what are they gonna do? How are they gonna do it? But like, the overwhelming numbers problem. of undead is how you do it. Like, why are six people able to fend off 
thousand fucking white so, walkers swarming you from. So Joe, uh, just to do sides. like you like like a bunch of hyenas jumping on the on a lion, if all the yeah. if all the if all the whites yeah. kind of just surrounded a dragon and kind of took it down that way, maybe or something. Right, like hyenas and are 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 when they can do that. Yeah, like you have. Like, and, and and just for my for my taste, Joe. Home Ford and scare, and it falls short. And they and tried for, to use the the fire dragon wagon thing. For my goes. taste in it, it didn't bother me. The only thing that bothered me about it was the sound effect. The wama 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 wama, the bionic man kind of sound effect that they did when he threw it. Uh, but but the the actual thing didn't bother me. I, and but that's the, just that's just kind of a cheesy thing. Though. Does it does it also then highlight the difference between Cersei's scorpion and this? things javelin it's like the same weapon used only like kind of kind of the same weapon used but well it it definitely it definitely set it it set it up that it set it up showing you get drogon hit earlier in the season was a good setup to show how easily a dragon can be hit in a situation like that with someone that's a little bit more practiced because i do think we haven't really gotten to that yet all the practice in the world throwing javelins at fucking maybe we don't know what that guy's been through he might have lived so long that he's dealt with dragons before like, so where are his other dragons? You don't, know his life. <laughs> you don't know his life, Joe. You don't know what the fuck he's been through. Oh, yeah. He's, he's been tortured by the children. Yeah. He had to write letters of uh, ransom to his family by the, from, forced by the children. <laughs> when he was just a boy. When he was just a boy, you fuckers. So everyone in the live chat, thank you so much for joining us. It's fucking incredible tonight. Uh, let's, uh, what is better, uh, ki- uh, killing John or Danny or a dragon? Duh. Uh, no, that's not a, that's not really yeah. <laughs> both <laughs> fucking both. So I did not expect them to resurrect. So let's listen to the rest of uh, bloody talkers, uh, uh, question here. Oh my God, dude. And Aria is fucking retarded. Who's ever writing her lines and her dialogue is fucking stupid. I mean, I don't even understand any of her motivation as a character anymore. I don't understand what the fuck is, is Sansa going to kill Aria now? Is that why she sent away Brian? So that she can't stop her from killing Arya because she's afraid of being killed by Arya. Why wouldn't she send Brian away? Because Brian would stop Arya. Like, it's so not even. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Fucking it's not even necessarily that she's afraid. Thing. One second, Joe. Danny lost her kids, so now she wants to fuck John. I guess now. I don't. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll take we'll take one point at a time. Uh, uh, Joe, what do you what do you think about that? And then we'll go over to Carmine. Arya, uh, Brienne gets sent away. And it it almost seemed at first like that's exactly why she sent uh, Brienne away, so that she could, <laughs> if she needed to, kill Arya before Arya makes that. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. But uh, Carmine, what do you send Brienne away? Carmine, what do you think about that? <laughs> I think I think the whole Baelish brought up Brienne coming in and intervening if uh, the two Stark sisters were to fight. That's exactly why Sansa sent Brienne away. The Lord Baelish and they're gonna make it Scooby Doo, where like the Star Kids team up and kill Littlefinger. I'm telling <laughs> yeah. you right now, because I don't remember. Th- there's a line in the trailer. We discussed this on the podcast. There's a line in the trailer where Sansa says, "The lone wolf dies, but the pack survives." Yep. Has she said that yet? I think she said that in a previous season. No, or no, no. We we just saw it in the trailer. I don't think she said it yet, Carmine. So she's gonna fucking say. So what's gonna happen is, what's gonna they're gonna reveal that Arya and Sansa have been like trying to lure Littlefinger into a thing, and then Sansa's gonna say that stupid line. It's so dumb, and then they're gonna have Littlefinger killed, and it's gonna be so lame because it's so Scooby Dooish. 
You know, he would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Arya's masks look like the Scooby Doo masks too. <laughs> they do. That, that is how, because because uh, Bloody Talk is right. Arya is fucking retarded. This this nobody in their right mind would look at that letter and go, "Yep, Sansa's a douche." Like nobody would would right. do that. Powerful. Right. So yeah, no. No. The Rob is dead because of Sansa. Yep. That's right. Ned what too. If, Ned too. What Sansa what did it. Lady Mormont do if she read this. Lady Mormont wouldn't care. Fuck Lady Mormont. Dude, I take it one step further with she like take her sixty nine men and go away. Yeah, yeah she she leave uh, women and go away. And and with Sansa, she watched Sansa on stage. If you were actually in that situation, did you see Sansa crying? And I and I'm not one to defend Sansa, but in that situation when Ned was killed, you really expected her to do something in that situation. Seriously. Come on, Arya. Don't come on. I understand that you're not used to being around people so much anymore, but come on. Come. I just I just hope like like because they're doing it. A lot of people are, are wondering and getting mad of it, of course, so they can reveal it next episode. They're doing it because they don't know if Littlefinger's spies are all over the place, so they have to keep going on with this show. Mm-hmm. So that that's what I think, based on what I you know, based on the whole Brienne thing. Because last episode I thought it was fucking stupid too. Now, this is kind of a loaded question because I know this, the answer to what you're, I'm going to ask you, Carmine. But the last part of Bloody Talker's question was about da- Danny and John. Do you feel like the Danny and John stuff, if it ends up happening, it, which I think we all think it's going to end up happening, is earned? No, it's not earned. It's, it's uh, like the reason, uh, the reason, whatchamacallit, the reason Cal Drogo, from what I remember in the books, the reason that was a little earned is because, you know, how Drogo and Danny got to know each other a little bit more, you know, and she challenged his views on women. I remember in season one where whenever he wanted to, he would take her and fuck her doggy style. And then she kind of learned to kind of, you know, make sure that next time they did it, she would be looking at him in a sense that does challenge it. John and Egret was earned because Egret was like that firecracker in his life that would spark him up and, you know what I'm saying? Yep, ab- absolutely. Where this so, so so John and Danny they they just met each other what like two weeks ago, but you haven't had any discussions about you know yourselves and who you guys were before all this happened and you know about the past. You should get to know each other a little bit more before doing that. I mean, Dario and Danny they got to know each other through Pillow Talk. Yep, and but John and Danny can, that comes out of nowhere, so it's not really earned in a sense. Yeah, I, I would abs- I would absolutely agree, that and that's that's my problem with it more than the ancestral as- applications of it that which are just neither one of them know. So, and with for Targaryens an aunt and a uh, regardless of what humor yeah, I yeah, might no, put to it, they don't know that they're related. Yeah, they don't know they, they're related. They weren't raised in a family together or anything like that. So to them, they're just strangers. They, it's just like no they meet. Obviously, kind of. they're going to get together. We have Kit and Emil and the same. Well, they have to do it. They, we can't not have them do it. We need the prince that was promised. We, the, uh, their kid. We, we made fun of it. Like uh, We were saying how Danny is like the typical high school girl. First, she goes for the bad boy, Cal Drogo. Then she goes for the hipster douche, uh, Dario. And now she's going to go finally to the nice guy, who's John. And uh, yeah, there you go. That's 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 basically all of us in high school. <laughs> so we got Vergas. Uh, Vergas. The Stark squabbling is all Hot Pie's fault. Arya should be in King's Landing, killing Cersei, so Danny can uh, and John can focus on the Night King. Come on, motherfucker! Littlefinger loves the friend zone. And before before we uh, and I and Carmine's welcome to stay as long as he can, but I know he can't stay super long. Uh, before before we uh, get off Arya and and Sansa. 
oh God, I, and I don't even want to do this to you because I know how you feel about him at this point. But is there any redeeming quality? Is there any way Littlefinger gets out of this situation unscathed? And and is he up to some other plan on the show, working for Cersei, doing something? Is there any redemption for the Littlefinger that we know right now this season, Carmine? Or is he fucked? No, there there is no redemption. Like the the. the Littlefinger has given Sansa enough monologues and speeches to where she really knows every every move he'll make. His biggest downfall is that he thinks he's clever. Yep. He thinks he's too clever. He um, he's the cleverest man in the room, always. Mm-hmm. Always. And uh, I, this is a shame because the actor, um, Aiden Gillian, I think I said his name right, the guy knows the character very well. Like He's read the books, specifically Littlefinger chapters. Every chapter Littlefinger appears, he, he's in. He's, ta- he's spoken to George Martin before. The guy is very into this character and he loves the character and he, and he enjoys playing it and portraying it he's very good at it and it's just it's a shame that they gave him nothing to do and nothing to work with yeah. this season and he's just he's annoying i love the guy yeah. but he's annoying yeah very every yeah, time he makes it on scene guy I'm, in the shadows I'm, I'm cringing people say redemption for what he's a stupid rat i don't mean redemption as in being a good guy i just mean redemption as in being a smart calculating manipulator because i feel like it once Little finger that I would know in the show, and I'm not even talking about book little finger versus show little finger. I'm talking about the little finger that's been established on the show right now. Once mm-hmm. Bran said to him, "The chaos is a ladder," something he said to Varys in the fucking throne room twenty te- three years ago, wherever the fuck it was in Westerosi time. The minute the weird psychic kid starts. Sp- calling my lines out to me i'm getting the fuck out of there i'm taking my veil soldiers hiding in that fucking veil taking some food or whatever and stalling out in there and fucking getting the hell away from these crazy stark kids <laughs> but his plan is stupid though it makes no sense it's also kind of insulting to Arya's intelligence Extremely. if you think about it like, like, hey, by the way, I'm totally going to turn you against your sister from this letter that clearly Cersei was over her shoulder as she wrote it. Right? Like, that's, so, that's so insulting to your intelligence, yeah. but come yeah. on. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Walking David says, fight everywhere, everywhere, every direction, over there, over here, over there, everywhere, over there. <laughs> da, 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 da. No, and, and she should have no worries about anybody in the North seeing that letter whatsoever. Everybody already heard about that letter, most likely. You know, like... That's probably something they would they would hold up and be like, and they're forcing our daughter to write and say this shit. Now my sister here, is being forced into yeah. this. Like my sister is prisoner. Everybody knows. Like, who the fuck cares? No, it's Why would you care, Sansa? Because it it can paint her in a a weak light if she can be so easily, as Arya puts it, turned to you know betray her father and her family. I mean, it back could. Then why not now? It could, but I would, I kind of, I mean, in the North. She's a woman. I love the variation in the chat. I totally agree with Carmine. Joe's an idiot. Uh, Carmine's uh, worse than Joe. Uh, Carmine's (laughs) Carmine's awesome. Uh, Phil, you're an idiot. I I love the fucking chat. You guys are amazing. Love you guys so fucking much. Um, Here's a question. Why was Sansa summoned to view the white before they even captured one? Cats of Saturn. Carmine, why was Sansa summoned? Uh, is Is that Cersei just trying to lay a trap and see if Sansa's stupid? enough to show up there uh oh right right Sumner. Oh, that's why brienne was being sent down to yeah. right to, to 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 be there so she could see the hound again or she could see yeah, yeah. So she, that's she could... what you guys told me that's what everybody told me but i think i skipped this part um i don't know why Cersei would do that like what the fuck 
Yeah, who's who? Who told Sansa to go? Who's sending Sansa or Raven to tell her to go to King's Landing? Jane, not Jane, the Maester. That like what? Well, I think it was summoning John, but John's yes. not in the North, so whoever is no, it said the specifically North. her. Like the, I think the I, I mean, I have the audio of it. I think it says uh, like I'll play it at some point, but I th I think she says I've I've been summoned to go uh, to go uh, to this meeting or something like that. So I, I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe it's just a, I'll I'll choose to believe that it's Cersei trying to lay a trap. Um, uh, Timo asks, I don't understand a why. Very cunning yeah. trap. Oh, we'll get that Sansa back now. <laughs> you fucking uh Timo says I just don't the tracks and I'll twirl my mustache as she dies from train. <laughs> oh I just don't understand why Ari is being called an idiot when Sansa's always getting excuses for her stupid actions. Okay, I think if we wanna give Arya an excuse, if I wanna Arya explain here a little bit, you could say that she's been away from human interaction for so long that now being forced to interact with people living with the fucking wolves. <laughs> no, but she's been living in sort of a situation where it's kill or be killed for so long or like really harsh training. So to be put into a situation where you actually have to listen to people, it can make sense why she's having some trouble quickly adjusting to that kind of, to all the where bullshit. She has to listen to people. She's always had like the faceless men blinded her for not listening. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? The hound has to. She had to listen to the hound. I'm trying here, Joe. I'm trying to. Right? I'm trying to Arya explain here. Give me a break. And I'm saying your explanations are falling back <laughs> into that same question that was being asked. Oh fuck! Like, like, no. I, I, if if you want to know, Katie can explain the answer to that question really well. Can I? Why? Okay. Yeah. Why everybody? Nobody give. Everybody's. I don't know. <laughs> what? Why? Excuses for Arya, but not Sansa. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess so. Stark's dumb, mate, but I love dumb, brave, handsome men, the best kind. Uh, Sansa is right. To, uh, Arya wouldn't have survived in Sansa's position, nor Sansa in Arya's. Arya has not gotten all the intel we do. She's partial infos about Sansa, and she's trying to protect Jon. Uh, I think Arya's the wave. Carmine, what do you think about that theory? I'm sure you've heard that. The uh, is is uh is Arya really the way fit because Arya couldn't have survived the stab wounds to the gut? That, that's an interesting theory. Coming into this season, I, I heard it before, and someone 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 said it to me. I, I said, and I said to them, I quote, that, "That's the stupidest theory I've ever fucking heard." But then going into episode three, uh, having her kill the phrase, okay, still stupid. The hot pie thing. All right, maybe you got something. And then you know the whole Winterfell stuff. It could be possible, I guess. Had they written her character as more of a psycho instead of, you know, someone who's, like, very disjointed and very all over the place. That, that's my one problem with Arya this, this, this entire season is that she's just so different and just so meh. It's all over the place. So it could be the way that would be interesting. You know, that would be the big twist. But uh, they wouldn't do that. We love Arya. Everybody, every, Arya is everybody's favorite character. So there's... That would be the stupidest fucking M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> twist <laughs> ever. Yeah, that would be like, be yeah, we didn't know what to do, so we uh, had M. Night come in and write this little pot twist for us. And like after a season and a half, Arya is really the fucking waif. That, like, oh my god. I, like, I hear people say that, and I'm like... But you wouldn't see it coming. A majority of the people watching it wouldn't see it coming. 
I mean, aside for all the people that have said it. <laughs> <laughs> so great. <laughs> so you guys are fucking cracking me up today in the live chat. You guys are awesome. At Comic-Con, someone said, uh, this is a message from Erico 330. At Comic-Con, Sophia Turner said that she feels that Sansa has been through more and is smarter than John. And that kind of pissed me off. <laughs> no, he's been through more than john uh, knife to the heart now uh let's continue i think Tyrion is thinking about who comes after you because of what he's lived through the robert stanless stannis renly joffrey twat situation knowing that danny can't have babies that would become an issue again sooner or later and the realm is to come together and fight the ice zombies and live in peace even after it needs to be addressed especially if danny's going to go flying off to with drogon to every single danger so if the captain's going to go down in the away missions does there need there needs to be a backup captain so i i agree with that how do you carmine how do you think danny should handle her succession if she can't have kids is there is there any option give it to Tyrion. give it to Tyrion. it sounded like Tyrion wanted it too. it sounded like Tyrion. yeah uh you could adopt i think she's gonna do more like democracy elections you know have have the, all the great lords come together and they choose who they want uh which will in turn they'll just choose her but um who who should replace her if she dies? Like a Liana. <laughs> Baby bear. A dragon. I think a dragon should do it. Uh oh, dude, I would love it if she just randomly chose Gendry just, just to be a troll. <laughs> uh, <laughs> John, but it's probably gonna be John, right? It's John, you say it a lot, Carmine. You've been talking about a lot of this in your videos and stuff about how John is superstar, everything, all that, and a fucking bag of potato chips and shit like that. And like, I don't know if you guys ever, ever have played like, uh, have like sat together around a room with a bunch of friends and played like an RPG tabletop thing. But John is that Never. type of. We're not John... that kind of geek. No, of course <laughs> not. not. <laughs> John is that type of character that, like, you make up in your head when you're playing an RPG where you want him to be, like, fucking tall and strong and he's going to have a huge cock and muscles and that scar over his eye. That's basically what he is. I mean, well, he... Jon Snow doesn't have a huge cock and he's only 5'5". Five five. True. Because but... Tormund said so. <laughs> Compared to Torment, compared to Torment, everyone has a small cock joke compared to the free folk. But I, I agree with you, Carmine. And he's like one of those players, even when I play uh, like sports video games, you just give every character, every every possible thing, nine, yeah. you know, nines on everything. Ten on shooting, yeah, ten on passing, yeah. ten on. Yeah, ten on, every, ten on everything. So it's, so, it's, uh, so it's popular. But is the end result of a character like that so built up so there's a big fall to come or is he just going to be can't lose you know rocky wins every movie kind of situation it's, it's gonna be interesting yeah, i feel like he'll, he'll die at the end like the reason we love john snow or we did before was because you know he was a bastard he came up he fought for what he for what he has now but but finding out that you know he's he's Rhaegar's son legitimate son that that just kind of brings his character down in a bit, you know. Like, we, we we like that underdog tale, but it turns out the underdog wasn't really underdog all this time. He was the chosen one, the chosen prince. It's it's a little cliche, He's, especially for Jon Snow. Yes, he he is uh, he is the Anakin. So we've and we he, have and we he grew up as Cinderella. We have a call. Someone was saying, uh, or uh, this is the season to hate. This isn't the season to hate. Season five is still the season to hate for me. 
Fuck, fuck that oh. shit. I'd, I'd rather watch anything that's happened to this right. season than, than anything in Dorne uh, on fucking repeat. So uh, let, let's take a call from area code 715 caller. Who are you? Where are you calling from? And what is your question or comment? Area code 715, you're on. What's up, guys? It's the Madcap. Uh, great show tonight. Uh, good of Carmine to stop in, even though he's got to work tomorrow. But uh, two quick points. Uh, uh, did you notice kind of at the tower, uh, I've seen screenshots where when the children were making the White Walker, that was the same spot, like the same mountain and stuff like that. And then did you catch the camera shot when they were all in a circle? They, like, went out of their way to go up top on that camera shot, and that kind of reminded me of, like, the rocks, you know, where they're created. And second quick point, and then I'll hang up. Um, I think the wolves, you know how the wolves, George Martin was saying how the wolves are connected? Now, remember Arya's wolf got away, and had, and Sansa's wolf got killed because of what Arya's wolf did? I think Arya's going to end up getting killed for Santa and damn Santa's gonna live and I hate I hate her but that I think that's what's gonna happen because that that wolf thing that was a big thing and that kind of gets glossed over a lot so great show guys love you guys I'll take my answers off air all the wolves get glossed over every single one of them like as far as the books are concerned the wolves are non-story in this fucking show now, Car- something that you think is going to be so prominent from episode from the first season from episode one i think they find those fucking uh-huh. wolves and you think like this is going to be awesome and then in season two you think uh, uh, this is going to be awesome and then in season three you think well so i this is this going to be awesome no. <laughs> and then in season now you're like oh wait there was another wolf oh, aside yeah, from dogs. ghosts like right. come on Awesome. Oh, is that a shaggy head? Awesome no call. No awesome issue. call, Madcap. Uh, Carmen, do you have any thoughts on the caller's uh, points? Uh, it said Arya is going to die to protect Sansa. Yes. Yeah. Or because no. of Sansa. No, she's going to live. She's going to. She's going to. She's going to do that that thing that Yoda did in Episode Two, where he fights Count Dooku. She's going to do that to a White Walker, <laughs> kill it, and then after the series ends, she's going to go back to Jock. And that's why he was smiling because he knows he knows that once you get a taste of that blood. From being a faceless man, you, you, you can't walk away from it. I'm, I'm hoping that's why Arya is so weird this season. It's because she's starting to like killing people. So I, so she might be going back to Jock and might be doing her own thing. As Jockin, the, uh, Jockin, I've come to complete my training. And Jockin's going to be sitting there dying and stuff. Oh, my God. oh you need to go to Dagobah. What? What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> The Dagobah Islands. They're off the Summer Isles. Ah, oh, Dagobah Islands. <laughs> if anyone else wants to call in, uh, you can call in at 714-694-4120. We got Carmine for a little bit here. Thank you again, Carmine. And feel free if you have to go at any point to be like, fuck yeah, you. Yeah, man. Like, I, I kind of feel bad because because I haven't I haven't been able to. like I have to do the video, the preview breakdown shit after it fucking premieres. So I've been stuck. I've been stuck uh, not being able to come on, but I, so I do apologize about that. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to get Preston on next time uh, with me because uh, I want to get him on here. Anytime, he, he as, the live stream. as we always say, you guys are always fucking welcome. We'd love to get you and Preston on and taking some calls. That'd be a lot of fucking fun. Yeah, it would. 
So uh, let's get back to uh, the let's get back to some recap. But if anyone else wants to call back in, they definitely can. But uh, we're at the point of the bear. So uh, the bear comes and, and Gendry tells us that the bear has blue eyes. But would you did did you could we see the blue eyes at any point, or do we only hear it from Gendry's voice? I saw them at one point. They flash. They did flash. Uh, so the the bear comes out. I thought this scene was really fucking awesome, uh, really intense for the most part with the bear. I thought I I, I have no complaints about this scene. Uh, any thoughts on this scene, uh, Carmine? The bear the bear scene. Do you thought it was a uh, shitty or <laughs> no? What did you think of it? Uh, I, unpopular opinion. I don't I don't like like CGI animals and bears. Like I thought it was so randomly. Good. I thought it was kind of dumb. If you're gonna kill off Thoros, don't kill him off with a bear. Have him. Go down in the blaze of glory. Maybe protecting uh, Danny, Drogon, and all the other characters by heading off towards the Night King. You know, try to fight him off. How? How about also why? Okay, so all the dead are together in a big fucking army. The giants, all these other dead walker, like all of them. They're all there in this one big army. Except this bear's out. What foraging for Scouting. food? <laughs> like what? What the, the fuck is this bear doing out He's out alone, away from the whole pack? Like. Like, just random fucking undead bear, not with everybody else, like... Now, oh, yeah, you brought up a great... You bring up a great point. Where were the giants? Why couldn't the giants just pick up some of those uh, whites and just throw them on the island? Like, I didn't yeah. see any giants. I didn't see any giants. Nope, and, no giants. I also yeah. really want to know... I, I guess I'm yeah. wrong. I thought... Do the individual white... Uh, the whites have individual consciousness themselves i thought they were just like a and i'm gonna get all geeky star trek i thought it was more of a borg thing hive yeah, mind yeah with a hive mind where the the white walkers kind of control big amounts of them it seemed like at times that that's a little i i want to understand i'm not going to call it wonky just because i don't know i would love in next season or in future mm -hmm. ways that we get it more information of how all that works and I know it's too much information. Some people are like, oh, yeah, I don't want to know too much. The mystery's kind of cool. But I want to know the rules of how it all works. Yeah. I want to understand why I shouldn't be pissed off or shouldn't be kind of weirded out by that. You kill that one white walker and then one, uh, one, and then all the whites die except for one. So where's that one's host? Did that one's host mm -hmm. get mixed up? Was that the one stray in the mix of the other ones? I mean, yeah. how did the fuck did that happen? I, I mean, like, I just want to understand it a little bit better. And uh, and maybe it's not bad shit. Maybe it's just it's yeah. Oh look, no, isn't, was, isn't, yeah. yeah, isn't that nice? They all died but one. Yeah, that was Quick, one of my jump issues. On it. That was one of my issues with this episode. It, convenient, it, huh? Very yeah. convenient. And then and then what's it do? It stands there like. Oh no, I'm surrounded. Oh wait, who do I attack? Oh, oh no, there's alive people by me. Like, what? what? It just stopped attacking? Like, uh huh? Also, my question is, can't the Night King automatically reanimate any dead people? So the minute Thoros dies, I mean the minute yeah. he dies. Why not animate him? Absolutely. Why not animate him? Do you have to touch him? Like, like I don't, we've seen him just rot. We've seen the Night yeah. King rise dead people without touching them maybe because he had already turned those his people. buddies were running behind him tagging everyone it would be interesting to, to find out that um i hope it, it probably won't get addressed but I, I guess the argument for that is uh the reason the night king couldn't rise thoros was because he was a member of the lord of light religion so uh, i guess i guess i guess it's kind of like that thing where um fire the fire was protecting him 
Yeah, I guess you could say that. You know, maybe 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 the Night King can't go where the Lord of Light protects, something like that. So and, and they can't go in water either, apparently. Well, but some of them did and climbed out, but only a few. They did climb out. Yeah, at water? one point, the like a few. Yeah, because they were dragging. Uh, and they would have oh, had right. to go underneath um, to get the dragon later in the episode, so they couldn't yeah. swim when they fell in. But some did go underwater to put the chains around the. <laughs> right, we can't yeah. walk across the ice or walk underwater, so we're just gonna stand here and let them. But then all of a sudden they're fucking scuba diving, hooking the fucking dragon up. <laughs> That's so like, dumb. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the whole thing, like, and I'm telling you, like, That's this whole episode, like, all these questions go through my head while I'm watching, and it makes me feel makes like tough, I'm yeah. watching shitty shit. And and I'm sorry, this episode, hands down, like, scene after scene after scene, I'm sitting there going, what the fuck? Okay, great dialogue, but like really you set me up with this dialogue in like the shittiest of fucking places and like the shittiest of circumstances in the most rushed aspect and then like th- those fucking chains dude Seb, we'll get we'll get to the chains joe Seb says, <laughs> the chains. The fucking chains, dude dude you're amazing joe Seb says dude that wasn't a white it was just a really ugly wildling bunding it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and know, uh, it gets rough it, up there. And broke black man says it's simple, Phil. Night King knew some shit like that would happen. So if it happens, the extra one would be would yell, and and that was uh. So maybe, uh, I guess yeah, that's you don't know the right. Night King Night King's power. He could have visions and shit like that, and projections. He could have known the dragon was coming. He could have prepared for everything, I guess. But that's kind of uh-huh. like saying, well, that's kind of like saying a wizard did it. And that's kind of like going with what Carmine was saying with the RPG that this, and then there's a God character that can see and, and, and predict everything. So I also want to know a side question as we're sort of getting to this point. I'm, we're, okay, we're in the bear. Let me just kind of zip through here. We're into the bear. Uh, Thoros gets uh, taken down with a bunch of other nobodies. And uh, then the flaming sword cauterizes the wound. The hound freezes in the fire. So then we get to Littlefinger and Sansa talking about not trusting the Northern Lords. And I don't want to talk too much about this scene. We already talked about it, talked about Sansa and Arya a lot and Littlefinger. Littlefinger is obvious and ridiculous in this scene. And Sansa, I hope to fucking shit. She is a fucking idiot, Timo. I love you. She's a fucking idiot. Uh, And that's not because I love you. She is. She, I want her to be smart here. She knows Littlefinger. She's given us lip service for it. Uh, Carmine, do you think Sansa can get smart here and basically put all put all the pieces together about what's going on here? Who's going to be the one to figure this out, Arya or Sansa? I want Arya. Uh, Arya. I want Sansa to figure it out because she's gone through so much shit since season one. It's only mm-hmm. fitting for her character to do that. I mean, every single all the Star kids have gone through. Their arcs, you know, you know, Bran had to go beyond the wall, come back, get his thing. Arya, she had to find, you know, her courage, her strength, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Sansa is the only Stark kid who hasn't really, you know, come into her own and, and is doing her own own thing. Like Bran went through that shit, you know, in a sense by himself. Arya, same thing by herself. Yeah. It would kind of it would kind of diminish Sansa's character a little if she had to get Bran's help and Arya's help to take out Littlefinger. If she was just intelligent on her own and and she's been know watching people learning things for cersei and marjorie and elena and peter and she uses all of that to her advantage to take him down her character would come full circle she wouldn't be the same fucking person we saw in seasons one two and three she'd be you know grown up mature and a player in the game here here we go here we go i'm i'm 100 with you what i want to see happen here 
is her to her to figure this out kind of on her own and during one of these conversations slide that valerian steel dagger right up through fucking baelish's jaw and then because she also realizes yeah he may be in control of the forty thousand veil troops but if i kill him i already know i can control that little robin bastard just like you know uh the queen has taught me back at king's landing and and the queen of thorns had taught me back in king's landing and marjorie was trying to teach me back in king's landing i don't need baelish at all and i can see through this i can kill him and go seduce that little fucker marry him take his fucking veil kingdom wow okay like let's see her come into her own let's see her like i know that's kind of like yeah seduce him and take his kingdom and shit that's a little harsh or or like ugly seduction of of the little boy robin but like like, that's that's what she can do she knows she can but she knows she can do that you know yeah sure uh, she knows what what men want she knows what robin (laughs) wants she knows that she can fucking slide that dagger right Right. Now, that's a fair point, though, that Joe makes, because in season two, episode nine, Cersei tells Sansa, the best weapon a woman has is between your legs. Yep. Now, I'm not saying I want Sansa, who in the show is like 14, 15, I'm not saying I want her to, you know, start seducing people, but Sansa is very good looking. Even in the books, like, she's ridiculously good looking, and everybody falls for her. So it, it wouldn't be out of the ordinary, out of character for her to use that to her advantage, you know? Especially right. when this season she said things like, I admire Cersei on some level. So it could see her going to uh, what Cersei's playbook, so to speak, or remember the things Cersei told you told her. Sammy says, Carmine, stop. We all know you love Sansa, smiley face. Uh, and <laughs> I'm no big city lawyer, but I think the ta- the Tormund Hound spinoff series should be polar opposites. It's a working, uh, the new song. <laughs> Okay, so what we're talking about there with the Sansa and the Arya stuff and who's going to figure it out, how that all is ultimately going to conclude. If it ends up being, I saw a couple people in the live chat say this, Bran. If Bran does it, is it a cheat? Is he just kind of like a cheat character? If he's the one that breaks, that actually breaks them up or convinces them, is that a good thing or a bad thing, Carmine? Convinces who of what? If Bran does what? If Bran breaks it down to Sansa and Arya that Littlefinger is playing them. Yeah, it, it kind of would be. Like, we don't want our characters to have all the answers given to them by someone who can fucking time travel and skin like change into fucking ravens and shit. And, <laughs> like, we don't, we don't want our characters to... We don't want our characters to be smart and grow and find out things on their own. So, yeah, it would be kind of lame and dumb for, for that to happen. Yeah, if they just... And, and, it would, and it would also deball a lot of what you were just saying about the growth that could be for both their characters in the sense of of uh, both of them working together to figure out what's going on and mm-hmm. use both their strength rather than focus on their weaknesses. But, but you know what? You know why it's going to happen, though? Because this is an RPG. We got to wrap it up. We got an hour to go before we have to go home. We got to wrap it up, so... No, no, dude. If if we just if we do this, if they work together and figure this out, because it would be a great parallel. It would actually make no, it, it, it would sucks. make this episode better because then the next episode we could show the polar opposite of this episode was their their negative strengths. You know, Sansa's Sansa's ego and Arya's uh, relentlessness working against each other. In the next episode, it could parallel that with showing their strengths. It would be really awesome. Ah. <laughs> No, they're not going to do it. I believe. I actually agree with you. I'm. I'm fucking hoping. 
hoping. Michael Bennett with the $50 super chat may have had too many bites of sandwiches tonight, but I'm feeling generous. You guys are making my night. <laughs> Michael Bennett, you're amazing. You get like five spins of the fucking wheel or me to finish my fucking beer for you. You're incredible, dude. Thank you so much. And again, huge thanks to Carmine for joining us tonight and Joe and Katie for uh, coming on. We got one more week of this fun. So it's really awesome to be able to talk to you guys. It's not enough. It's not, it's enough. not enough. And then we have to wait a ridiculous amount of fucking time. Uh, so, okay, so uh, blah, 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 blah. He suggests the Lady Brienne. Then we get the Jorah and Thoros scene, which was probably one of my favorite scenes of the entire episode. Oh. It, just because I love hearing... To know. All right. How drunk were you when you charged through the breach on Pike? I'm being honest, I don't remember charging through the bridge. That answers that question. Yeah, that answers that question. I just love it when they do things like this. It, it allows, it opens up the world. And I know the callbacks have been really heavy-handed in some cases this season, but this is one of the ones that I really like. Anytime they make reference to other events in Westerosi history, I was talking about this earlier, that seeing Jora interact with a bunch of other Westerosi characters is a real treat yeah. this season for me, uh, considering he's been so isolated with the Daenerys story and then uh, and then on his own with Tyrion, which was, I guess, you know, one of those characters, but that was still in uh, in Essos and he was and he was sort of on his own. And then uh, the Grayscale storyline, meeting up with Sam individually. But now seeing him interact with characters that he has history with and know him from his past, I think it just adds even more to his character rather than just being sir fucking uh, friend zone there. So I, I actually really, I really enjoyed this small, subtle uh, scene. Uh, did, uh, how would you feel about it, Carmine? About which scene? About the scene with uh, John, with uh, Thoros and Jorah talking about Pike, the battle on Pike. I always like it when they do stuff like that. Like the first time we ever get Pike mentioned was in uh, season one between uh, Ned's Captain of the Guard jury Jory and uh, Jamie Lannister. I, I've always wanted them to, you know, go into that a bit more. And I'm, I'm glad we kind of got it before Thoros did die. It was yeah. a nice, it's a nice little scene to have. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good goodbye for him to actually have him talk about that and make reference to it, which is an important, just an important moment for a, a lot of characters that we know. And, uh, and yeah, Phil, I don't know that story that Thoris is, so I have to look it up now. Exactly. That's a good reason why they put that in there. Now, people that don't know about that or don't know about the Greyjoy War can kind of, uh, the Greyjoy Rebellion can kind of look into it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So that, that's why I like when the show does that. It encourages, uh, it has a big, rich world. So when it does nods to that, I don't see it as necessarily fan service. I see it as kind of just good touches for that sort of stuff. So um, then we get our group wandering. Well, this is when we see this White Walker group, the battalion of dead guys that are just kind of walking away from the main group. I kind of want to know what that group was doing that they end up hijacking. Jon Snow goes down and fights this White Walker. And this was, I, it was a little too easy, maybe. They were looking for their lost bear. Well, yeah, I guess <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. I like that. Uh, John Doe, if you want to call in, the phone number is uh, 714-694-4120. And we do have a caller from area code 469. Let's pause the recap for a second and take a caller's question. Caller, uh, who are you? Where are you calling from? And what is your question or comment? Area code 469. Hey there. I'm calling from uh, uh, Dallas, Texas, I guess, right now. And um, yeah, I just... 
So when I've seen the show, I've never been really super critical about anything, even when, when you guys have it in general. I don't I don't critique media that easily. But this episode, like just from the beginning, I just got a weird feeling from it. And I think in the beginning, it was all the talking. Like when you have long gaps of people just soliloquizing about all of their, you know, their plot armor and stuff, it just it didn't work for me very much, especially the Aria stuff. Like when she just started talking, the actress isn't very good at reciting her lines. and. I don't know. I just didn't like it too much. Yeah. And good, good call, my friend. And I want to uh, push this onto Carmine as a bigger question. Why do you think this episode, and I know Joe's answer is because it's shitty, uh, but why do you think this episode <laughs> is, get, is getting a lot of hate? Yeah, this episode made everybody a critic. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe, because I'll ask you guys. You guys are older than me, so you, you've seen more HBO shows than I have. And I don't mean that as an offense, by the way. That's right. Um, <laughs> No, that is an offense. No, no, it's a fact. It's no offense. It's just a fact. Uh, but um, there's a theory of mine because I used to love before Thrones. I used to love True Blood, that uh, vampire drama in the South. And as time went on, yeah, as time went on, it got so bad. It just started losing. I have an idea. Let's make Tara a vampire. Yeah, <laughs> that was awful. But yeah, no, like as time goes on, apparently with HBO, you get like franchise fatigue, yes. which is yeah. something that. You don't really see that much with television shows, but that's I guess that's a thing now. But it's franchise fatigue for the showrunners. When you're creating something for seven years, you kind of get tired of it, and you do want to wrap it up. Um, like, I don't know. Th this episode made everybody a critic. I, I feel like everybody's expecting the world of Thrones, because season one, which is my yeah. favorite season, not every episode was golden, fantastic, winning awards. No. Um, to me, season six was awful. This is way better than season six. Interesting, interesting. I, huh. I I like season six a little bit better than you, and I, I I tend to agree with what you're saying. And to go to your bigger point there about HBO shows, it is. I mean, The Sopranos is a good example of a show. I've that never seen The Sopranos, so okay. exactly. I'm not going to spoil anything, but the the end of the season, the the end of the series did not end on a good point. Oh, I, I'm aware of that. Yeah, the end, the last episode, I'm aware of that. But that wasn't the worst part of the final season. The worst part of the final season was a beginning section of, and all I'm going to say is Kevin Finnery. I'm not going to get go down that road about what that means. But the people that have seen it will know what I'm talking about. It kind of had a bad route. Oz is another HBO show. The final season got kind of ridiculous uh, and got like supernatural a little bit. Some people will say The Wire, but a lot of people say that last season when we dealt with the newsroom got a little weird. Um, so it is so it is for the HBO dramas, the big dramas. Mm -hmm. And I've never watched True Blood. That is a thing, Carmine. That yeah, like, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one like noticing that because. Uh, like, by the way, the comments like just tear me apart for not watching Sopranos. Let me make it worse for you guys. I've never seen The Wire. I know, I know, I'm a fuckhead, but uh... it's a, it's a, it's it's surprising. That I I didn't watch it until like uh like a year ago, yeah. two years mm -hmm. ago. I finally watched the entire Wire, and I was. Uh, upset that I hadn't watched it sooner. Oh, well, we got I, Michael Davis who wants to get his voice in the chat. He says, "Sopranos." Also glad I didn't watch really it. And no, some people believe this too. Sopranos and Wires never really declined. Sopranos ending was great. The Sopranos ending is uh, polarizing. Some yes. people will say it's great. Some people will say it's bad. I think the final season leading up to that Blue Comet, the episode Blue Comet was incredible. I think everything leading up to that was great. Six six A was poor. Six B wasn't. 
So, uh, so, uh, and Oz got weird. The Wire, I personally like the last season too, but I, it's definitely a thing though that people say about those final seasons of HBO. Well, I will say this. I, I think the, the reason this episode made everybody a critic is because we're so used to the second to last episode being that dreaded episode. And in a sense, it didn't live up, you know, not, hmm. we, we didn't get that gut punch once again. Like we didn't get that. I mean, Thoros died. This, I, I said this in my review. So, Game of Thrones, if you're making a television show or a movie, you're not supposed to be catering to people like you, me, Joe, and Katie. Like, we know the material, we know the books, we know the names of all the dragons. But the average Joe Schmo who watches this stuff Sunday to Sunday and doesn't think about it in between, he doesn't know who Viseron or Rhaegal are. Like, he doesn't. So, it, like, he knows who Drogon is, but he doesn't know the other dragons. So, it, as a dreaded episode, it didn't live up to that hype nope. that previous ones set up. Yep, and uh, there's a couple of people in the live chat are saying Breaking Bad, uh, Beckard, you know, the finest show ever. Now, uh, Bre- Breaking, also- ba- Breaking Bad for me, yeah, absolutely. The, they ended the, the stronger than any show. That's oh, that's yeah. the, that's the ru- that breaks the rule. But it also has to do with uh, Carmine. It's their second to last episode usually gives us something we haven't seen, right? Mm-hmm. The Battle of Hard Home, or the, even the Battle of the Bastards. It's a it's a regular fight scene on a field, but those piles of bodies in the giant. You know, and then you had like the 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 fight at the wall with uh, Mance Raider and everything, and the scythe on the wall. These are all or the beheading of Ned Fucking Stark. Like these are all mm-hmm. moments that like TV hasn't given us really before. Mm-hmm. And I felt like with this episode, they took the wagon scene. It was all a rehashing. And they took the hard home scene and they kind of put it together and said, "Here's your episode, uh, your your big moment," and then they killed the wrong dragon and like it just it all kind of fell flat it all kind of felt like there was this big build-up even to like the long wait on the island and we're waiting for the dragons yeah. or we're are waiting you for about the all, are you talking about lost for a second the long wait on the island. <laughs> yeah, exactly right and and then like it starts and it's like really really <laughs> these six men okay i can understand maybe they get the better of the first few dead that come up on the rock but there's a thousands yeah. of them that are coming across that ice now. What? How long did you stand on that rock for? How long did it take Gendry to run back to the wall, the crow to get down south, and her to fly fucking oh, north? Is... An hour. Like, all good, all good questions. Let's see if let's let's go to let's go to a call. We have another caller here. This is uh, we've got uh, 15 minutes left on the phone line, so let's uh, let's take a couple more calls. If anyone wants to get their uh, phone line in, we got 15 minutes left on the phone line, so now's the time to call. As we're going to kind of zip through the end of the recap here and start to uh, get start to wrap this up because we basically talked about this whole episode. Yeah. Uh, even though we haven't necessarily hit every point on the recap. So this is from area code 732. Area code 732, what's going on? Hey, guys, thanks for having me on. Um, this is uh, my name, uh, Sam. I just, um, from the chat, um, John Doe, thanks for, for thanks for giving me the phone number. Uh, so <laughs> appreciate it. No, appreciate you calling in. Um, Thank you. No, it's honor. It's honor to be on. I always listen every week. I just, um, really quickly, I wanted to see. Uh, I haven't listened to the whole. Um, I was off and on the whole time here, but I don't know if you touched upon the Arrowhead Mountain. I don't, I don't know if you guys talked about that, but I, um, I'm not sure if you guys realize. I think that's the same mountain that the Children of the Forest uh, created um, the Night's King with. That was the same area which that happened. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if you guys like noticed that or touched upon that at all. Awesome. And it wasn't, and it wasn't all snowy, right? It was nice and green and lush at the time, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. In that scene? Yeah, yeah that was so. like flashback that Bran went to. That was the same area. Interesting. Awesome call, man. Thank you so really much for calling in, yeah. dude. Really do appreciate it. Really appreciate the support. Have a great night, my man. Yeah, uh, yeah. so uh, did, did you guys notice? I think we mentioned that a little bit earlier, but uh, Carmine, did you notice that that was the same mountain? Oh yeah, someone sent me a, a screen cap of it. That was it was that the same mountain like last last season that we saw with like Leafs flashback. Yes, is that, is that what he's saying? Yes, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. and I'm pretty sure it was. I'm so, I'm, so basically beyond the wall at one point was not all snowy. It was it was all like green and stuff. I mean, yeah, when he when they were making the child, mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. yeah, he was up against a tree that they pushed it in. Like fucking it, children in the forest, looked, and it wasn't all snowy. It was like lush and green. Yeah. And, yeah that was kind of cool i like I, I like the big thing for for episode one was that the mountain that the hound saw in his vision wasn't like an actual mountain it was his brother the mountain that was like the big thing so uh yeah eh, whatever but but i want to touch on something joe said uh joe you are absolutely fucking right and i hope i can quote you on that the reason this episode a lot of people didn't like as much was you're right we have seen this before everything else we i mean the battle of the blackwater was like a ship to ship combat thing we haven't really we haven't actually still hasn't haven't seen something like that where a right. ship attacks you know a giant castle every single yeah you're right like a, a, a terrible wedding uh battle off the wall with the scythe burning a little girl and like we haven't seen a lot of that stuff but this we have seen before and that's probably why everybody just not keen on it yeah, yeah, that, that's a, that that's a great point because and Joe was saying that earlier too with with having the battle with Drogon and the Dothraki and the and Drogon showing up a couple of episodes earlier was such an intense moment to have Danny show up in that in that moment wasn't quite as we knew she was coming yeah. wasn't quite as crazy and then the dragon getting killed was emotional but it being one of the dragons were not the show is hasn't done a great job at establishing all three dragons as an emotional connection to the audience at least not for me no. uh the, it drogon i think they have but with the other two i don't think that they have i think maybe spending more time with Tyrion in the dragon pit last season could have could have uh served a wonderful purpose for that for us to care about the other two dragons as much as we care about drogon uh so i so i feel like that that was a wasted opportunity in that situation too well I, and and uh your recent donator stephen michaels davis uh he he makes he makes a good point but at the same time though there was a movie i saw ages ago that made fighting zombies fun uh ash um, Ash versus the Evil Dead, not Ash versus the Evil Dead, Army of Darkness, yep. yes. Evil Dead 3, Army of Darkness. That made fighting zombies fun. And I, I feel as though there's something they could have done with the dreaded episode this time around was instead of, you know, giving us what we've seen, maybe have kind of like, uh, I feel like getting a white is kind of like a heist in a sense. You know, you got to get in there, you got to sneak in there, take it, and you got to get the hell out. Yeah. I, they could have they had it as a kind of like a heist type of thing. They didn't need like, you know, all these dragons and shit. Yeah. So, I don't know, but we got to wrap it up because we got to go home. You know, we got to get that drag, get that ice dragon because you're expecting it. It was in a book that one time, so we got to put it in here. <laughs> Let's play this message from uh, from Scott, our good buddy Igor. I haven't talked to him in a long time. Let's let's play this message. Hey, Bill, this is Scott from uh, South Australia, or as you know, Igor, 1978. Um, just wanted to leave a message for your show today uh, about how you think Gilly will react that 
seeing that Crass's kids are basically white walkers now. Um, that she's going to be a little pissed off that John's killing her half-brothers. Cheers, man. <laughs> so, uh, so here we go. Carmine. The Gilly moment of the night. Will Gilly put this all together? Will she figure out the White Walkers are all her brothers? And Fuck be- that bitch. Fucking bitch. <laughs> like, having to reveal John's, like, the whole annulment thing. What a fuck you to, like, every book reader ever. Like, wow, what a dick move. Like, fuck oh. Gilly. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Just fuck Gilly. That's all I have to say to that. Okay, so that's a good, yeah. that's a good, good Gilly point. Gilly does suck. Covers it. She's pretty annoying to watch on screen, too. Like Ellen R. says, I think the Ice Dragon was supposed to be then. I think we haven't seen that before. Stephen Michael Davis says, there is uh, this is what Carmine was referring to. And thank you so much for the donation. And you got Joe Drink. So, Joe, drink your fucking water. Uh, Stephen Michael Davis, there's nothing more. There's nothing interesting about people battling zombies. It gets old really quick unless it's done in interesting, different ways. Oh, we got Mo Genie in the live chat right now. Lots of lots of love to mo in the chat rick bubbly says you guys are awesome see that's why i read that comment because you're awesome joe's hair is awesome fuck gilly i want uh i i want gilly's kid to sit on the iron throne that is true send gilly in maybe they'll be thrilled to see her sister and call the war off (laughs) so uh so Mo, mo where did the chain come from i think there's two possible solutions to where the fuck the chain came from the chain either came from the night king or one of the White Walkers having Iceman from the X-Men-like powers mm-hmm. that create mm-hmm. the chain fully. I know it was around Those the Those that can create the chain fully just create a battering ram that can go through the wall. Fair. No. Maybe that maybe that won't work. Maybe, the, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Sorry, I'm doing like little kid recess rules here. So, no, no, no. My force field blocks that. No, no. That chain was fucking stupid. <laughs> That chain, yeah, all, the suspicious. three chains. Do you have any, like, okay, this is my, again, the other defense for the chain is that the Night King is, has some kind of psychic ability and he knew Danny would come there with the dragons and prepare. Chain. And somehow, and somehow kind of was prepared beforehand. But still, the logistics of them, of the whites getting down there to wrap yeah. around the chain. And why did, they had mammoths in their army. Why weren't mammoths pulling this thing mammoths out? Mammoths are giants. And giants. Yeah, like, where are the there? Uh, Again, I, I gotta say. Any explanation for the chain and stuff, Carmine, and all that? Do you, do you, uh, any, any fansplaining there for you? <laughs> no, that was stupid. <laughs> I mean, you're, Joe is right. Like, you could have had giants and mammoths pull it. I mean, we ha- we saw that in season four, where the uh, the mammoths and the giants were pulling apart the cage that was protecting the door to get into Castle Black. We've seen this before, so yeah, they could have done it. Why not? Or uh, you could have just saved the CGI of all those chains altogether and just have uh, Visceron just land on like you know, uh, like a like a like a hard ice spot or right. something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but then we would have definitely seen it coming. But it, since he was in water, we didn't see it coming. Yeah. Now for four I, seasons now. <laughs> I don't know the context of this, but I have to read it. Father said, Father Trolls says, "Have you ever smoked a cigarette in your car, flicked it out the window, and then a minute later smelled something, and you turn around and your grandmother's fingering herself in the back seat?" <laughs> what? what the I don't know why. I just had to read that because it cracked me up. The real no. question. please no never not really the real question is why the white giants uh doing that wouldn't be quicker and uh someone else in the live chat says 
uh, that the white giants couldn't walk on the ice, then they would fall through. That's why we didn't see them do well, that. Yeah, yeah, but they're big. They could just step into the water. Fair, considering that John could go in the water and come out, no problem. I'm sure the yeah. giants would do. Yeah, dude. Uh, chain came from the Knights King's wall defense. It was all a setup guy, and the walkers are not stupid. Joe's killing it tonight with shitty plot holes. Stupid <laughs> hammer faked me out. Then she gives you the wet willy, gilly 2020 president. White <laughs> around for thousands of years, and that's why it's beyond the realm of possibility. And I guess that that's uh, the that's the that's the uh, that's kind of the 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 answer to it all, I guess. That they've been right, they've been making that chain for years. Yeah, they were prepared for it. So okay, so they the first fight's easy. They kill the White Walker. The rest of them die, and yada 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 yada. Uh, we see we see all the White Walkers in the army kind of running towards them after the screams, and uh, we get to Gendry running and. and uh, John tells him to go because he's the fastest and then we cut off to him he goes in one direction they go in another direction to like Gendry go get back to the wall and he runs back he encounters no whites he just falls eventually and falls right at the wall he made it so then we get to the night and they're on the rock the go the the everything's snarling and twitching it's a walking dead moment and uh blah 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 Davos Okay, I just want to get to the next morning when the Hound wakes up. And first of all, Jorah and John talk about video game rules about, you know, you kill the host and everyone else dies. Mm -hmm. Barrett comes over mm -hmm. and has a one-liner. We kill him. Everybody dies. And then why the fuck did the Hound throw a rock at? I mean, I know it's funny the Hound throw threw it, but that was one of those little moments that kind of moderately bothered me because... Yeah. It was it was funny, but it just forced the plot a little bit because yep. we needed some reason for the White Walkers to run. So the Hound, for some reason, decides to be a dick and throw a rock at a White Walker, which is funny as shit. I laughed out loud at the scene. I did. It was great. I enjoyed every moment of it from a, from just like a visual standpoint. But then the then uh, the White Walkers realize that they can walk on the ice and then they stump cart start charging them. Uh, so I don't know. Anyone else have any thoughts on the impetus for the White Walkers charging with the Hound throwing the rock? Well, I gotta say too. So it's already like super fucking cold, and everything's mostly frozen. I don't know why the lake wasn't fully frozen to begin with, right? But don't the walkers, don't these White Walkers bring the cold with them? The super fucking mm. cold, like mm -hmm. cold enough to start putting fires out and shit. Like, yeah. okay, so this why and wasn't that lake frozen again in the middle of the night? Fair question, Joe, and I think that lays credence to that the Night King knew Daenerys was going to show up, and he wanted a dragon. Yeah, it was his plan the whole time. It was he was all he was planning the whole time. <laughs> I know it sucks, but I think that's what it comes down you know, to. I shouldn't have to uh, like uh, that's. Yep. I mean, uh, all right. So why even watch the show? I can just imagine whatever the, whatever the fuck I want is going to happen in the next episode. I'm just going to imagine myself, and that will be what's happened no, for the fucking finale. You like, do that like too. if I have to make up half the shit that the show wants me to know, and like talk about it with twelve people to come up with like, <laughs> you know, like reasons for the like magical. It's magical fucking thinking. I I don't know. It, I, well, okay. I, well, I, with this case, the ice was broken. The ice, they presumably woke up when the sun was rising or something. So overnight, the the ice would have hardened and frozen over because it's much colder at night. And so in the morning, it's they can run on it. 
Whereas after the whole day with the sun beating on it, the ice is thinner and so they fall through. And the better question, and I'm going to throw this over to Carmine, why didn't the Night King just bring his storm there, like people are saying, and freeze the water and, and run over there at any time? Uh, probably because of what you said. Uh, so when Bran, last episode, when Bran has sent, sends those ravens over there to scout out things, and the Night King looks at them and he you know breaks the connection, it's, it's a theory that either... The Night King is Bran from the future or some stupid shit, which is now not a thing. Or that the, the Night King is a green seer. So the whole the whole level of hierarchy goes, you got Warg, someone who can just, you know, warg themselves into wolves, that's it. You have Skin Changer, what Bran is, he can warg into any he can go into anything else, like ravens and polar bears or whatever. And then you have um <clears throat> Green Seer, which is a level above that. So it's possible that the Night King, being a first man and you know, being created from the by the children, it's possible that he has green seeing abilities. And could he look into the future? Sure, why the fuck not? And, and that's probably why he didn't, you know, freeze it over. Yeah, good, good. Try trying to get that dragon because he, he was knew giving Gundry time to get to the wall to get the raven. To so if he can see in the so future, then he knows he's going to lose. And why is he even doing any of this? He might not because, lose because, he, because he doesn't. He doesn't think he can lose. Maybe he he sees into the future. And um, it's, it's probably, <laughs> what they're probably going to do is that stupid fucking thing where it's like, he's seen to the future, he knows he's going to win, but Bran is going to change the future and make it a different outcome. That's because the future is not set right, so how does he even mm-hmm. know the dragon? If Tyrion had like managed to say the right thing, the dragon doesn't come in the first place. The future is not set, but the past, the ink is dry. Do you right? think... Like, now this is for question from Leslie Powell, and I'm going to throw this to Carmen. Do you think that the use of you think we'll see the use of glass candles? It'll be more interesting and safer than the constant use of ravens. Hello, the Night King is coming. Will we ever see glass ravens in the show? Glass I mean, candles? Um, no, no, that's like a book only thing. There are certain things that are book only thing. Yeah, like like some. Yeah, it's kind of like um, Preston called it like medieval Skype. Basically, you know, you can communicate from long distances using when it. Did glass candles I, come I into know. the books. I don't it's a maester, it's like a maester thing and shit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so okay, so uh, they uh, Thoros oh. in the midst of all this dies, and uh, and the and Tormund. I like Tormund's reaction to the flaming sword and all that. That's pretty cool. Uh, and I also a trivial thing, but I enjoyed watching uh, Beric put out the flaming sword in the snow. I don't know, it just mm-hmm. looked kind of cool. It was neat. That was neat. I liked that. As I mentioned, John and Jorah talk about video game rules about killing the host and all the other bitches die. And the Night King, we got to kill the Night King and they'll all die. You don't get it. He's he's hard. Sansa meets with the Maester. We already talked about this. Uh, and then he and then she's really fucking bitchy to Brienne. Like, really bitchy to Brienne because that's what because this is what people have a problem with Sansa for, really, because she's horrible to the help. And uh, she's uh, she yells at Brienne and makes her feel like shit and she sends her away and doesn't want Podrick either, even though Sansa could really use some time with Podrick. So Sansa says, I'm not, I don't, I'm not a, I'm I'm not a child. I'm not Kevin McCall. I'm Kevin McAllister. I can handle Joe Pesci all by myself. I don't need any help. So she get she pulls her like home alone moment there. So then we get uh, Daenerys running off to uh, go save John. And I guess all of this, and I don't want this isn't hate. This is just obvious. I guess all of this happened in a matter of a day, right? This had to all happen in the matter of a day. Like that's not me shitting yeah. on anything. I'm just asking a question, right? Seems it like. seems like there was seems only like. they only spent one night there on the rock. Yeah. This all happened in a day. So and it had, and like, like 
they even walked to that point like, like two days in like a 12 hours yep. or something like so it probably they was, walking it they probably were not too far it was probably really close to beyond the wall if we're trying to like make the logistics work here mm-hmm. it would have to be and again i go back to that why is gendry the fastest i've never seen snow before i've never been up here before i don't know where the fuck i'm going but yeah sure i'll run back to the fucking wall <laughs> has, has john even seen him run like, how the fastest, the though. Fastest. Right, but he's the fast. He'll be faster than any of us. Even Don't though you've worry. never seen snow before, I think Torment yeah. would probably be the fastest. Yeah, yeah. I would have thought so yeah. too. He's like, really? he's like the strutting through it with his. Northmen. Everybody's got their hoods and capes up and shit, and he's got his hair out, and he's like, oh, I love the air. I can <laughs> his his cocks out. I did the same thing. Gendry fast. The Raven got to Danny, and Danny got the message back to Eastwatch. So it it had to have all happened instantaneous like it had to happen in a matter of a day they didn't spend more than one night on that rock no no they definitely did not so it happened in a couple of days so okay the hound looks at the dead decides to be funny and throws a rock you fucking cunts they all attack it's a huge fight it's uh and they're about to be overwhelmed and they're just all coming in but they fight off pretty well john uh retreats them to the back of the rock and they're about to be Mm. totally destroyed torment almost dies but ultimately none of the are our uh, fighters here of our yeah, of our fellowship shirts. die and uh except More some red shirts that come out of nowhere yep. yep and then right when we're about to lose danny shows up and starts killing people with all three drag killing killing dead people with all three dragons and john gets a resurgence and starts fighting drogon lands which looks really fucking i like this I like the way whenever Drogon lands, it's just a very cool effect. He lands and just starts fucking firing at, at uh, whites. It, it was uh, it was fun. It was visually fun, and uh, everyone jumps on Drogon's back. And I gotta say, Danny uh, really has that dragon trained really well. Very well. Yeah, Danny needs to very if, if the dragon is that trained very well. What the fuck is wrong with her that she's like, oh, I'll shoot fire at these troops, but like. Never shoots fire at the commander on horseback at Jamie. Never shoots fire at the three commanders on the fucking hill, lording over all the fucking army <laughs> sitting on horseback and shit. What the fuck, Danny? Do something. Yeah. Do something tactically fucking right. You burned a thousand fucking wagons? Really? No, your Dothraki horde don't need food on that barren fucking island you call Dragonstone. Nope. What the fuck? Fuck Danny. Damn, you're a fucking idiot. So a good question. Why didn't Danny attack the uh the Night King of the White Walkers? That would have been a smarter move or something. Yeah. She doesn't know. She just needed to save Jon Snow. So she comes back in and <laughs> and uh and everyone saves the day. We all know this. Yada yada yada. The Night King uh goes over, pulls out a spear, and we've said this at nauseum. Chooses not to throw it at Drogon with uh, everyone on it. Instead, choose uh, throws it at one of the other dragons flying. It hits uh, Viserion, and uh, Viserion goes down. And kind of a really cool visual. It might not have been uh, as emotional as I as like I for me as it could have been. I'm sure it yeah. was emotional for some people, um, but for me it just, it was it just didn't hit. Blood. But, was nice but the visually it looked really cool the dragon like lit on fire and and fell down it was kind of cool watching it melt under the water and and its head slip under to see its eye so the next time we see its eye being turned blue we kind of see the mm-hmm. parallel of that i thought i thought that was kind of kind of neatly done and uh 
And then uh, Danny freaks out and is upset for a few seconds. And John tells her to run away as the Night King goes and gives John the fuck you look of like, what? I just killed a dragon. I don't give a fuck. And went to go grab him. Yeah, I'm going to do it again. And John yells to Danny and tells her to go away and decides to fight off some more whites instead of running to the dragon. Uh, (laughs) And he gets tackled and thrown underwater and he's dead. There's no coming back from that. You just got to tackle him underwater. Of course. Yeah, of course. No, he's done. He's All done. that heavy leather and armor and he's done. Down there with the dragon. He's done. But but uh and Danny takes off and looks down and is upset because she lost her dragon and lost Jon Snow as well. So uh ultimately a few seconds after that, Jon Snow drags himself out of the water right in front of where Longclaw is. Yep comes out uh we we don't know how he got away with it but he did because he's fucking amazing and don't he, lose it again john so is awesome he's got the he's got the sword he's limping away trying to get away from the scene but the white walkers i mean but the white walkers the whites spot him and they come after him and right when he's about to be attacked out of nowhere comes benjin that kills a bunch of white walkers and i can't why keep saying white walkers whites and uh just and runs over, jumps off his horse, gives his horse to Jon Snow. Jon Snow gets ridden away in the horse, and Benjen, we look back and see Benjen getting overwhelmed by the whites, and they can kill Benjen. And, uh, and yep. it's- they can, he can escape with a cripple and a girl and himself on that <laughs> horseback, but he can't escape Not with just, just him John. and Jon. No. He had to give Jon the horse. There's uh, no time. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? Yes, there is. <laughs> Let me just stand here as you ride away and twirl my <laughs> rope for 30 seconds while I'm waiting for There's the whites no to come time. at me. You see how far John was away on that horse when they finally got to bed? Oh, oh. Hannibal O'Neill says, oh. piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, and fucking bitch. Thank you, fucking. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. What, what do you guys think about all of that fucking shit? I don't know. Yeah. I think I've, I think I've made it pretty clear. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with Joe. It could have been done way better. And yeah, I mean, I mean, even if Benjamin can't go back uh, past beyond the wall, he could still chill near Eastwatch. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm chill on, on top the of the wall. Side of the wall. Damn. Yeah, so I mean, I guess Benjamin probably thought that he couldn't do it, so he might as well sacrifice himself for John. I think it's just that he wants to avoid hanging out with John at all costs because he thinks John's a bummer. Yeah. yeah. When, he, when John got to the wall, he had to like take off, and and now and now in this situation, he's like, ah, oh, yeah, I just really don't. I'll stay here. Him. I'll stay here. You go ahead. <laughs> so I'll take uh, care of these guys. So Jon Snow heads out. Then we get to the uh, the Hound uh, throwing the dead man on the boat and Tormund. They both look at each other. Hope I meet you again. Hope I don't. Danny's in the tower. I'm just going to try to zip through the end of this episode. Danny yeah. and Jorah in the tower. Danny looks, for whatever it's worth, more upset I about Jon Snow minute. than a dragon. I just want a minute. I hope mm-hmm. Jon Snow comes. And she's upset she lost her child. Oh, and Jon Snow. and uh, she heads inside. Jorah sees uh, it, blah, 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 blah. Jon Snow's back. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> and shirtless so then we see the sansa and aria in this in the room and aria and sansa finds aria's faces and we we kind of already talked about aria and uh carmine do you think and i, I might have already asked you this in some way but we're just talking about this scene do you think that aria was testing sansa there testing her loyalty with that game and do you think sansa passed for aria I have no idea what the fuck he's doing. I don't. It's a shitty answer. I'm sorry, but no, no, that's okay. No, I have no idea what's happening with 
With me, me I'm, I'm really hoping this is just a ploy to throw Baelish off. If yeah. not, I have no idea what the fuck these two yeah. are doing. Same. Yeah, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to add more meaning to it, but that's not a bad answer. That's an honest answer. Like I, I want I want there to be more to it. So I'm if there's not, they better at least break out the fucking jello pool soon. <laughs> you want Sansa versus Arya Jello wrestling? Sansa has no chance in that fight. No, no, she she probably doesn't. Sansa dies quick, but that's what you want, isn't it, Joe? Sansa dead quick. A little bit of green jello. It just seems like it's a, I don't know. Winterfell is but is is not my favorite part of this season. I'm I I you know it's I don't know. It just it seems like a stall in some ways. It was fine in the first couple episodes. You know, we got some of that northern politics. They did answer some lingering questions from uh, last season. You know, like you know what happens to the houses that betray the North, like the Umbers and Karstarks. Um, we never got to see the Boltons, yeah, because they do have their own like little castle. We never got any closure on that, but you know, we got some northern politics this time around, which was fine. It's just ever since Arya arrived, it just started going a little downhill for me. Very now, much. Uh, we have two, two points in the comment section I want to get Carmine's thoughts on. Enchantment of Eternity says George R. Martin never officially said that Cold Hands is Benjamin. And Ren Redwood says in the extras of this episode, I didn't watch this yet. Uh, Dan and Dave called Cole, called uh Benjing cold hands instead of uh benjin so uh so how do you what do you feel about that carbine uh is is uh cold hands and ben do you think cold hands is benjin in the books um so there, there's some evidence people have been throwing around that goes against it i mean in the books the reason people say benjin isn't cold hands is because i guess the children of the forest say that uh the guy who is supposed to be cold hands died long ago and you know they're ancient creatures so long ago is probably really long ago mm. um and benjamin has only been missing for like what two three years in the books um but what i think george martin is doing he's doing one of those things where it's like it is benjamin but it's not benjamin so technically in his head it's not ben like you know what i'm saying yeah so they're yep. probably he's probably just doing one of that and <laughs> i mean the showrunners have spoiled things before keep that in mind like they spoiled time traveling brand like time traveling brand is a thing in the books now they spoil that so so let's get to this scene right here. John says he's so sorry. Danny gives him a look. John says, hey, baby, I'm really into you. Hey, baby, you want to fuck? And then she says, I'm going to fuck up the real enemy. Then I'm going to fuck you. The Night King's going to pay. He killed my baby. And I'm talking about you. You want to know how I got those scars, he said? Yeah, I do, Danny said. And then we're going to destroy the Night King. I'm going to bend my knee to you if I could get up. He calls her Danny. She says, don't call me Danny. Creepy. My lame-ass asshole brother called me Danny. Yeah, it felt awkward when he said Danny. Yeah, it did. Like, Very really? So. You know her that well enough you now? You're calling her Danny? Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the uh, whatever, and he... She, he agrees to uh, bend the knee. She agrees to fight for him. And, uh, and he, he basically what I think he's doing, and this is going to really geek me out as a Survivor fan. I think he's playing like uh, Game of Thrones Survivor where there is a season where this dude uh, knew he couldn't win because no one would vote for him. So he decided to marry the person that won. So he got the million dollars anyway. So I think he's like by, by bending the knee because he knows he's going to fuck her and probably yeah, be her husband yeah. soon. So he's going to yeah. be the king anyway. So he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. So he's like, okay, I'll bend the knee because you're going to be mine anyway. Whatever. So I think he's covering both his bases. He's yeah. hedging yeah. his bets. 
But it was a little cringy though, like when he called her oh, Danny. That was yeah, it's horrible. See, that's why it doesn't work though. Like I, I get so much shit on Twitter. People always get on my case for it. That's why John and Danny don't work because, like, like they're on like nickname basis now. Like what? And, and look, I blame the season. I, I blame the fact that HBO wanted uh, two seasons instead of one full blown season. Mm. We could have gotten thirteen episodes this time around, maybe. But instead, you know, or maybe twenty episodes, fifteen, who knows? But instead, they wanted, you know, two split seasons. So yeah, it just feels a little disconjointed. And um, I don't know, like John and Danny should never end up. John should end up with uh, what's that chick from uh, the Umbers? Uh, what's that? Not the Umbers. What's that girl from Carstar? John should end up with Alice Carstar. That's that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of our callers wants Bran with her, but John, it would make more sense with John. Yeah. And uh, and yes, Leanna Flynn, thank you for being the one person that knows who the fuck I'm talking about, Boston Rob. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, HBO does want the two seasons because nobody cancels their subscription between seasons. Yeah. They cancel their subscription when their series is over and there's nothing else on HBO to watch that they don't mm. think they like enough to, to justify the money. So, and then they stretch it out like they did with The Sopranos. We don't have anything else that's going to be a blockbuster coming out so can we can we get you to like delay production for an extra you know year so we won't see game of thrones the last season until probably spring of 19 michael bennett says elisa carstock is 13 john can wait john's a patient guy Danny was like 14 when she married Keldra. but uh john's a respectful guy so that's a good point that joe makes i never knew that actually that uh people would do that and that actually makes a lot of sense i mean if, if I was in HBO's position, if I was at the top, what I would do is, is try to make Westworld the new big thing, you know, promote the shit out of that. Or maybe get, maybe get, um, I don't know, they have their own cool anthology series. I don't, it's going to be, this is going to sound so insulting, but HBO really needs to start following Netflix's lead. There's also going to be a Sopranos <laughs> prequel series coming out Isn't soon. There? HBO is going to probably get behind where David Chase is talking about Tony's father. That's in development right now at HBO. And I think they're hoping that that's going to bring back, uh, you know, a lot of interest in their other big, because uh, with HBO, it's really about the two peaks of their shows. There's a lot of great HBO shows, but where it comes to breaking into the mainstream and breaking into uh pop culture or whatever what whatever that stuff not that stuff's important but it's important to a network the sopranos and game of thrones are the two watershed high points so i think they're going to probably try to go back since david chase is interested in doing it and interested in developing it i think they're probably going to sink a lot well we're also getting like a spinoff for thrones right so like it's it's kind of like a weird thing you know because i want to keep seeing game of thrones but at the same time i want to you know do another i wouldn't say do sci-fi because that could be so much money uh it's a shame that netflix picked up the witcher because thrones uh hbo could do a lot with the witcher it's basically thrones but more dark fantasy and more adult so but that yeah but i never knew that about what joe said you know that that makes a lot of sense as to why they would send it so our final scene in this episode is the big chains come out the whites either swim like whatever the logistics of it are uh the whites pull out the serion out of the out of the uh, water and the Night King. It's it's it was done interesting where we don't see him touching it. We just see him walking towards it, and then we flash to the eye of Viserion turning blue and uh, or opening and being blue. So cheesy. You thought it was cheesy, Joe? Well, it just I mean, rung of the baby, Craster's baby. We saw that before too. Yeah. 
But now the Night King has a dragon. So now our enemy... Yeah, it was Danny's baby this time instead of Craster's baby this time. Come on. We've seen it. Another thing that we have seen that they were like, oh, the audience doesn't remember this shit. We'll give them, we'll put that in this episode it's too. It's edgier because it's the dragon. Right. No, we've seen the blue eye open. Yeah. The baby eye turned blue. So at this point right now, so that's the end of our episode. At this point right now, the White Walkers have to be going to the wall. Like the Carmine, they, they have to be episode. going to the wall. There, there's no more stalling, right? Like they, they have <laughs> next episode. They, they have to be fucking. They're right How there. How does John get back to the wall before them? <laughs> Were they supposed to be going towards the wall at the end of Hard Home? Wasn't it right? That the thing? And Hard Home is not far that far from the wall, like where they've been fucking all up and down the whole fucking continent, back and forth, like, but. Yeah, they're still not at the wall yet. Nope. So, so uh, before we before chasing that fucking bear, where did my bear yeah. go? <laughs> they are responsible bear owners, if nothing else. Before we start to wrap it up, we, let's play. Uh, we got two more voice fails uh, to play, and then we'll call it an evening here. Uh, let's listen to this one from our buddy Analysis. I think this is from. Fail. What's good? It's uh, Analysis. Um, I was just calling because. Uh, talking about the point where you said that little that you think that Sansa was getting played by Littlefinger in that scene, um, but I mean, if we what, what I was thinking when we look at the episode, we see um, we see uh, Sansa the scene after she sends Brienne away. So what I was thinking is that she actually understood what was going on with what Littlefinger was trying to do, and then um, in order to like protect Arya or Brienne, sent. Brianna away so that little finger couldn't play her against her. So um, I mean that was my take from it. But um, so I mean, he said she sends point. Brianna away to protect so, Arya. Well, more to protect Brienne, I would think. Oh, so Arya doesn't kill Brienne. So the real part of that question, and we talked about this a little bit tonight. Do what do you guys think? We'll go, we'll go around. Do you think do you think Sansa is going to get the best of Littlefinger in this situation? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think Sansa yeah. and Arya are already getting the better of him. If if they're not, then this is completely absurd because there's no way that yep. Littlefinger is getting one over on Arya. Yep. Even no. might, with Sansa, when she's smart, she is smart. She knows what he's all about. She's said this many, many times. And I think the only reason to send Brienne away is so she's not in the middle of it all. Very. She doesn't respond to the threat of the sister against the sister because that would ruin the whole plan. Good point, Katie. And uh, Mark says, Dragon White's worst fan service ever. Uh, let's go. Dragons will knock down. Uh, we'll help them get through the wall. Joe, would you prefer him do a blue asshole opening instead of an eye? <laughs> uh, nothing can defeat a white dragon now. Only fire kills whites. Fire doesn't kill dragons. And the dragons and Danny would have to fight on their own. Uh, Viserion's going to breathe frost instead of fire now. He's a white. So uh, someone asked this question earlier to us. So is he, uh, and I'll ask Carmine because we, we all answered already, is he an ice dragon or a white dragon? <laughs> I guess it would be technically a, a, a white dragon. I mean, no. is, is, is an ice dragon really a thing? You, well, to be a dragon, you have to breathe <laughs> fire, but 
he's technically dead, so yeah, I guess it would be like a white dragon. Yeah. Oh, yep, yep. Do you want your Klingon wedding in full Klingon or just the pret? No, sorry. <laughs> By the way, I this is just so completely random. So one website I never go to for like my Game of Thrones reviews or whatever is IGN because they're so fucking they just like to suck the show's cock. Um, they gave it a six point nine. <laughs> You, you have a problem when IGN is giving oh, your episode wow. a shitty yeah. review. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. Well, that's like, that's like See, a, I, I think that's, that's a good review. Nice. Oh. <laughs> like, that's kind of nice. I'm still like down in the well, fours. For them, Let's. kisses. Uh, Joe, Joe, spread that butthole. Spread that butthole. That blue butthole. Joe. Does the dragon breathe fire or ice? Fire. Nothing. It's dead. It's dead. It breathes nothing. Nothing. Let's listen to this. We all know it's going to breathe blue fire. Yeah. That's a thing. They're going to do it. Every cliche thing in the book, they're going to do. Yeah. They're yeah. going. Well, what was the thing? What was the thing? All oh, right, right. So, so the thing that we spoke about on the podcast was uh, so John and Danny are going to get together. And as they get together, the, the Night King's going to attack the wall. And the wall's going to come down as Danny's dress comes down. It's going to be like one of those symbolic. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Oh, and they are. Her protections are down. What's even douchier is that, like, is nobody telling the guys at the wall to get out of there? Like, there's a there's a massive army. Like, shield that guards the realms of men. That's their job. Forget will we see Theon this season? Will we see Ed again? So let's take our last call of the evening, or our last uh, voicemail of the evening. I mean, and uh, hey, Joe, this is John. I just want to say. Fucking Joe, man. I like you, man. <laughs> Where's I need my Theon. Please tell me why there's no Theon. Okay, we'll we'll go we'll go to uh Joe Joe and then we'll go over to Carmine about the Greyjoys because I'm curious if, uh, if or Carmine first. Do you think we'll see Euron again this season? Uh, yeah, we'll probably yeah. in the in the preview he was in the uh, okay. In the, I didn't watch the preview, so he yeah. is in the preview, so we will. Well, well, he wasn't in the preview, but his the Iron Fleet was anchored at King's Landing, so we're likely going to see him again. The reason we're not getting that many Greyjoys is because uh, George isn't done. The Greyjoys are, in a sense, secondary characters. George focuses on the top six. You got John, Danny, of course, Tyrion, Cersei, Jaime, Bran, Arya. You got to focus on those characters first. When they were making the show and doing all that stuff. There weren't that many bulletin points for secondary characters like Theon and Euron. So, I mean, that's probably why we're not seeing them as much. Yep. Theon barely was in this episode, even though the actor is amazing. So, Theon, Theon was in this episode? No, this Theon, season. I'm sorry. I meant, I meant this season. Right. This, yeah. yeah, he's one of the best actors on the show. And and uh, I agree, uh, Timo. Uh, I feel bad for uh, Rhaegal for losing his brother there. But I hope that means he's going to be able to buddy up with Drogon more so and be, become even more of a badass. Joe, will we see Theon in the next episode? Will he? Be, and I, he probably was in the preview. So yeah, people, I mean, as far as Theon and Euron go, uh, Theon right now is is mining dragon glass. He's been tasked mm. to that. You know, being the little shit fuck that he is, he's got nothing else to do. And uh, Euron, I just don't give a shit about either one of these two people. Like, if we don't see him again, good. If we do see him again, okay. I mean, I do like. The actor that's playing Theon, I do not like anything about Euron. Right down to his fucking dumbass fucking... I do like him a lot more this season, and and that's I, I like how they're using his character more 
And in the time, I think he's made the actors made more out of his time. I'm still not a huge fan of the way that the Greyjoys have been portrayed on the show, but I think he works better in what they've done. No, I guess last season he worked 50%. I didn't mind him on the scene with uh, with uh, Balon when he pushed Balon off the uh, the bridge. He was all right in that scene. He was kind of menacing, but then I didn't like him in the, in the uh, the King's Moot. So I guess it's hit and miss with him. Sometimes it works for me. Sometimes it doesn't. Rag. I keep seeing wanting it to be Ragnar. You know, Ragnar should have been the, you're, you're on uh, Greyjoy. I don't care. Just crossover. Anybody. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I didn't like the all the Greyjoy shit in the books. And I didn't like it in the show so far. I haven't liked any of it. And it's all just seems mute. It all seems like, uh, like for the shit that they did cut out of the show, I, I would have rather seen much more of like the Arya involved, like, warging wolf shit that from the books than any of the Greyjoy shit. Very I would have I would have rather have seen uh uh Lady Stoneheart than any of the Greyjoy shit. I would have rather seen um the the more of more of the brotherhood without banners shit in the countryside or whatever that we that you hear about. Like just there's so much more I would have rather than yeah, but you don't like the Greyjoys even in the... In the- That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, so that's so Hannibal, saying. Hannibal says, oh, we'll check that out, Hannibal, after the show. I'll make sure that gets fixed and uh, we'll figure that all out. So, and thank you so much for the for the chat donation. So to end things up, la- last but not least, Car- Carmine, what are you hoping for the season season finale? Like, what would make you happy to see in the season finale? I don't know, to be honest. Um, no, no more stupid decisions. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. This season has been a re- really big. I-, I-, I like this season. I like it better than season six for what we did, guys. I just don't like them when they when they rush certain things. Like like I said before, the season's fine. There are a lot of people always complaining about quality. The quality has gone down. Um, once again, it could be because as HBO shows go on, they you know, break in quality. But I don't think so. The quality, yeah, character development may suffer in some places. Story development, eh, whatever. But the acting's still good. The dialogue in a lot of places is still good. Set pieces are great. Costumes are great. Weapon design is great. You know, CGI has gotten better um, in some places. The dragons are fantastic. That polar bear, not so much. But uh, no, absolutely still good. And to go on on your, on your point, the character development stuff, it, it makes sense that it would stall when you get into the end game stuff. You've built up these characters in so many seasons. So it's uh, same thing happened on something like, you know, Deep Space Nine, for instance, or something where you like you spend five seasons building up characters in the last couple of seasons. You can just have the war going on and not focus on the characters again because you're you've built up so much character stuff. And that's why. The character stuff in this episode was the best part of it for me. It was some of the action stuff that you can. Yeah, pick. like the first half of the fellowship and doing stuff. Someone in the comment mentioned uh, comment section mentioned it. Uh, Dave and Dan, they're they're so ready to move on from Thrones. They're already working on like a new series for HBO, like some kind of Confederate thing, where like I think the South won or something like that. I I don't even know what what, what yeah, it is. High like, Council with the Civil War. Yeah, there you go. Um, Apparently they're going to start doing that ASAP. Like they want to move on. And I understand. So the best thing they should have done was maybe give the helm to someone else. Yeah. To Vince Gill- give it to Vince Gilligan for whatever's worth. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if he's never done fantasy. He'd still kick its ass. But, uh, but on, on, basically on that, Joe, what do you want to see in the season finale? 
Um, no more stupid decisions. <laughs> <laughs> to, quote, to quote Carbide. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Katie, Katie, what do you want to see in the season finale? Uh, same. No same. more. Uh, no, Carbide, no you, more had the, you had decisions. the answer of the night. Yeah. <laughs> Phil, uh, you have uh, have to have a ring a bell every time you make a Deep Space Nine reference. I do, Mark. <laughs> Adorable. It's horrible. Uh, and uh, yeah, because I feel just to go on that one last point you guys were making the this episode, the stuff with the crew hanging out and stuff that could have been its own episode if they were taking this yeah. taking time to go to your point earlier, Joe, about the episodes and the rushing and why you were focusing on that. I do. I'm just trying to enjoy what's happening. And, and it's a reality that we're getting seven and six episodes. And Carmine's right. What he was saying earlier, we should have just got one super packed 13 14 episode season had to be the two we, we should have gotten like at least 12 13 episodes yes. and then top it off with maybe like a like two maybe one two three movies that end it in one big trilogy or one big movie you can show it in theaters if you like i mean that would make a shit ton of money yep. um you know just that's how, how it should have ended like the very last the final battle going into the final battle deciding who sits on the throne how you do this that should have been one giant two-hour and 30-minute movie. I would watch it. I would pay to go see it in IMAX. Yeah. Me too. Me too. We yeah. we even went to go. We were like the, the the three people that went to go see season four. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The movie <laughs> we, we, were the, we were the ones. We were the ones that went to that silliness. It was great, though. It was especially uh, the Battle of the Bastards. That was oh, not the Battle of the Bastards. Battle the, of the Wall. The Battle of the Wall. That was oh, good yeah. to see in a movie theater. The uh, the next the other episode was was kind of cool, but it was uh, the Battle of the Wall was uh, was uh, was good. That to scythe see. was freaking awesome on that eighty foot screen. Yeah, it was cool to see on that eighty foot screen mm-hmm. in like a st- in a room full of people. It, we were the loudest ones though. But anyways, I want to thank Carmine for joining us here and sticking around until the end of the show. Hey man, I, I, I'm sorry I wasn't I wasn't on earlier like I wanted to be. It's just YouTube has gotten hectic this year, so. No, it's about time. No, you got you have a fucking crazy schedule with all the videos you're putting out in the podcast and stuff. So if you haven't already, and uh, and what the fuck you're waiting for, subscribe to Carmine and check I out. Do it. I know he, he's like, no, no, don't subscribe to me. But no, subscribe to Carbide. Check, check out his shit. Uh, please do. And uh, Joe and Katie, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week to talk about the season finale. I will also be back on Wednesday night at 10 o'clock to talk with uh, Tony Teflon and get your feedback. So if anyone wants to get your feedback in for that, leave your voicemails or text at 781-990-8509. You can also jump in the Discord group, join the Discord group, keep the discussion going. But there's also a feedback group there to leave your questions. You can also email me at igotissuesman at gmail.com. Thank you to everyone that donated on Super Chat tonight. You guys are fucking amazing. Sorry, we weren't focusing too much on the wheels. A lot to talk about in this episode tonight. And I'm fucking drunk and took basically drank every time someone super chat donate. But you guys <laughs> are amazing. And we'll keep the fun going with that. And like I said, we'll be back on Wednesday night. Carmine, again, huge thanks. Joe and Katie. And I can't wait to take this fucking you, stupid man bun thank out of you. my head. No, fuck me. No, no, don't thank, don't thank me. I'm an asshole. No, no, thank you guys, though. But thank this you so no, much. But thank you. And every one, good asshole should be thanked before it gets fucked. Yeah. And after. <laughs> I have no response to that. <laughs> Talk to you guys next time. If you haven't already, please like this video. Please share this video. And uh, thank you to everyone. You guys have been fucking amazing in the live motherfucking chat. Uh, good night. Peace. Oh, wait. Everyone. Oh, wait. <laughs> everyone drink now. Cheer <laughs> up. Cheer up. It's the most written night. Oh, no, okay.
It's it's a sad night for dragons. No, I don't want that shit. Good good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>